Welcome to D Comedy, our rewatch, review, whatever you want to call it podcast. This month, your D commentators are me, Lucas. And me, Emma. And we are here today to talk to you about the Disney Channel classic. What a classic. Right on track. And by classic, I mean I thought this movie was shot 15 years before it was actually shot. Yeah, it's shot. 2003. Did, in what world? We're talking about right on track, by the I way. I just said that. Even though I called it Miracle and Lane whatever <laughs> every single time I was trying to write it. There are about some it. similarities between this and There's another. There's similarities between this and every other DCOM sports movie. It's like they tried to shove all of the tropes into one. They tried to shove motocross and double team into one movie, and that's what this is. And Miracle in Lane 2. Yeah, and that's the racing part. But I was looking at this and I was like, oh wow, 1996, what a year. And then like it was <laughs> came out in 2003. Like it the fact I uh, wrapping my mind around like that this came out the same year that Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off came out blew my goddamn mind. <laughs> it looks so much older to me for some reason. It does have an older look to it. It's kind of weird. And I don't know if it's Beverly Mitchell's tiny sunglasses or what it is, but it feels fucking ancient. Maybe because I never see anyone use a computer once. That's true. I mean, the t- I mean, we don't get a good look at technology in this. But, I mean, just in general, this is a weird movie. And not, like, the normal version of weird that we run into, where it's like, what were they thinking? This is a very interesting case for me, which is, like, it just... It, I, I actually liked it. I thought it was done well. It's acted well. Uh, I liked the main character. It is acted, acted well. I, liked it all, is acted I think all well. the actors did a very good job. But just the movie itself seems very confused about what it's trying My to do. My note later on is that there's five different half conflicts that it that, and yeah, I care about none of them. It doesn't ever double down on what the actual conflict yeah, of the movie is. We've used this analogy before, which is and I forget which movie I said brought it up, but it's like it's like they have five different chemicals and they keep adding a little bit and then adding a little bit of another and they're just trying to get the perfect balance of all these different elements and they never quite find I also was just like things like are introduced as a problem and then like are are solved within oh god seconds, that, that's within my, seconds. that is my biggest complaint. so I never once ever worry that things aren't gonna work out because by the, no. by the second I think oh maybe I should worry the don't worry the problem is solved and we've moved on to something else entirely ladies and gentlemen indeed the other reason I'm never concerned that things aren't going to work out is that this is a double interesting case because this is based on the lives of real people like double team which was also based on real people but the thing about this movie is that and I'll say this up top and I'll get into it more when we start diving in like deeper. But like when I say it's motocrossed and double teamed in the same movie, it's because it's used both of those conflicts. Like yes. one of the conflicts is that she's a girl in a man's sport and they're trying to force her out. And which is like the motocross conflict. Of which being, I have a huge problem which with. Which is, which they. The, not, I, not, not just on the moral level of that being stupid, but we'll get into it. Why that makes no sense in this context. But so they, they want to force her out and that, or she's having a hard time being a girl in a man's sport. That's one conflict that's enough for a whole movie like have them be mean to her tease her she can't get a sponsor like that's a whole movie but then they also try to use the double teamed conflict which is that there's two sisters mm-hmm. who are both in the same sport with an over like not overbearing he wasn't as bad as the dad no, i actually team. really liked the dad but he was like very like passionate like a coach dad yes. two daughters and then the minute that i saw like that the beverly mitchell was like this crazy like neurotic like really passionate i was like she's gonna have a younger sister 
that doesn't give a fuck and is better than her, which is the double team Play, conflict. Played by Brie Larson. Which is the, like, those are two movies that they try to make one movie. Then there's a third movie that they try to make, which is where Beverly Mitchell has the constraints of this very demanding sport ruin her experience of being a teenager. Yes. And she struggles, like, with wanting to be a regular teenager or wanting to do this sport. And that's a third movie. Yeah. So those are three different movies that we have now put into one movie. And also, we'll get into it, but it's somewhat her own fault in that particular sense because my dog i'll just say it here you can't do drag racing and volleyball why did she try to do that sport they never established why she wanted to play volleyball i would have loved a scene of her and her friend her friend being like hey you should come out how does she even have that fucking friend when did she find the time to make that friend she appears to be absolutely booked she's uh, she's, the age of eight yeah she's literally been drag racing her entire life it takes up her all of her free time and she needs to and also she's kind of a miserable bitch. Like, she's not really fun to be around. <laughs> and she needs to get straight A's in all of her classes. She can't She doesn't race. have time for friends. She doesn't have time for volleyball. And, I'm, and she's like, I'm going out for volleyball. And I was like, no, You know why? what she does have time for? French, because it's the only class she <laughs> takes. the only class she <laughs> She's takes. a French major at the age of 15. Uh, let's get into this movie. Yeah, let's start talking about it. So we start on a very, just, you know, our standard plain text intro of just a Disney Channel. Yeah, original movie. again, Aerial Black. We but, didn't try. But what do they do? They make the title a gift where Ooh. right on track slides into screen and there's a flame and a racing flag like going it was very good i was like oh getting spicy but um she's in the garage with her dad and this is young bev mitchell so this is and i will never know the names of these sisters and i will erica and courtney yeah Anders. yeah it's but i'm gonna hard. mix them up but this is erica who's beverly mitchell and i'm sorry my cat is trying to <laughs> join the podcast she's sitting behind the mic and she did watch this movie with me, and she slept the entire time, but was woken by some drag racing scene. So she's sniffing the mic, and I don't know if she's going to actually weigh in, but if you hear a meow, that's probably her saying that Beverly Mitchell should have fucked the uh, rival drag racer, that, that, which okay, was that's, all that's both of our opinions. Game. That's <laughs> Why not? Because I, can you, do you remember the point you were trying to make before you started yes. talking over the cat? Um, so also, so there are... Beverly Mitchell's eight. Also, hang here. on. I do agree with you. I thought they had a very big. Why did they not do that? God can go to hell. I'm going to talk about this for. Uh, conservatively seven hours later. So buckle your seatbelts. Um, they had such a rivals to lovers that thing. That guy, the flames on his car. He lit a flame in my heart. What was he? Jordy? Jordy uh, Roland, I think. Noland. Noland. But what's spelled weird. The fucking, who cares? But Jordy, yes. Sex on a stick, more like it. Yeah, there's an abusive father. <laughs> Did you think his dad was hitting him? Because I did. I didn't think he's ever necessarily hitting him, but I definitely think if he loses a dad, tells him, I don't love you. No, I, I think I you. was under the impression that when he loses his dad, it's... That's also possible. <laughs> okay, wait. Because they, they drop in, like, instant dialogue, like, your dad never won anything, huh? So does he put a lot of pressure on him? He's like, no, my dad, uh, my dad doesn't put any pressure well, on me. Well, when they do the prank, she drives by in that golf cart, and she's like, here, you can, like, use these to wipe up your fucking tears when I beat you later. And, like, they don't even respond, and Jordy gets this look of, like, fear in his eyes. Like, and I was like, Bev, you probably shouldn't be playing these pranks. Like, he's definitely getting the shit kicked out of him in the garage later. <laughs> okay, back so to the good. opening scene. She's in the car, young Erica. There are two time skips in this movie. This Bev, is pre-time This is the one. first time skip. This the is first. the first time, like, the first, how do you even say it? They're, they have different time actors period. playing them. So this is like the first time period. She's like eight. She's in the car. The dad's like pushing the car to God. She's like, all right. And then we're we're off. Like, and she's off the block. And then five seconds, he pushes her one. And she goes, all right, race is over. Gotta go. Like, <laughs> pushes her in the car for five seconds. And he 
you know, is like, I gotta go to the race. Like, he is a drag racer. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, okay. Like, bye, dad. Love you. Also, at this point, I looked at the dad and I was like, oh, this is a an age down. Like, this is a, we're gonna, we're gonna eventually, you know, get to present day when they're, they're teenagers. And I was like, they put the dad in like a, a toupee. And that's eventually <laughs> gonna come off. To show that time has passed. Folks at home, it does not come off. The man off. ages fantastically. The man looks the same as he did the first scene. He might even be wearing the same shirt later. I, I have a lot of questions about Greg Enders. Um, oh, why his name spelled with two G's at the end? Well, that, well I mean, that's, a, that's one. Why his wife pronounces his name Greg? Well, it's because that's the second G. That's I, how I you sp- pronounce suppose, that second G. I suppose. But also, I was looking at my subtitles. I was like, why are my subtitles saying G-R-E-G-G? <laughs> and then I looked it up on IMDb and that is the character's that is, name. That is, well, that's the real man's, man's name. name. I, but we're, I'm going to cut to small real life facts about this movie because I did do some research about the Enders uh, family. Uh, Greg Enders and and the sisters did have some input on how this movie was made. Uh, He had some input on the screenwriting making sure they didn't go too like crazy fantasy with it. Apparently the main... What did he think about the hairpiece they put him in? (laughs) I don't know if he had any uh, complaints about that. The one thing I found very interesting is that the Enders sisters did all of the racing. That's actually them Them? in the cars. Oh, wow. Like, so when you cut to Beverly Mitchell... Like pumping her fist, being like, "Yeah, that is her." But them. when you just see the wide the shots of the cars, that's them, presumably. Uh, that's what the ESPN article I read said. Um, but I, the, my main question about Greg Enders is, we get this opening scene to establish that he is a drag racer. And for those of you who don't know what drag racing is, um, me, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I watched a two-hour-long movie about it, and guys, I'm still in the weeds on what it is all about. So it's a sport where the whole point is you have these very, very fast cars. Like it's only about how fast the cars can go, and it's like my understanding that you're trying to beat times and trying to but there's also an opponent thing i don't think you necessarily need to go into that's what i'm saying is it time or is it the car next to you because they say there's time trials and then sometimes it is racing other cars and in my opinion you don't need to go into a prolonged explanation about how the sport works but i I would would, do a little bit i would would give a little bit i would have liked an explanation on how you like win and how you do well because like it when just looking at it and i'm sure anyone knows anything about drag racing we sound entirely uneducated but like so sorry if anyone knows but just looking at the thing i don't understand how you like go faster because there's a point where they're like racing and then she looks and she's like bye and then takes off and i'm like why are you not if the point is time why are you not going fast the whole I time also that point that little computer thing that she's trying to like hit but like the the second like that's like her reaction time i yes, guess that that, guess. that, that makes and sense also, to me again here i'm gonna sound so ignorant please drag racers come at me and yell at me but like i and this is this is the movie's <laughs> sure, we have a fault. hard this drag is, race this is the audience. movie's fault it's like just in the beginning like when they're in the little scene where he's like he, like like why wouldn't he be like okay and you know like if the g-force is gonna knock you back and like explain there because like the whole first like you know however many 30 minutes I was like how much skill does this really take (laughs) because like I was like it seems like something more like your car really matters to be able to get to these speeds and yes the reaction time is part of it but I was like I was like is it really that that, like skill based like if or just like who can build the better car for this and like because you're there's I understand fully how race car driving works like our dad drove race cars like the tracks and the strategy there and like the different laps but like this is just a 10 seconds down a flat track mm-hmm. going at insane top speeds and I was like what is what does she what is she doing to get better how is she fixing and then they finally do like way deep in be like at the volleyball thing she's like and your your arm hurts and like then you're whipped back in the seat and you have to like control your arm shoulder strength and like and I was like oh okay like and then I was like I get it like a little bit more now yeah, but like it took them more. way too long to tell 
me that. The real issue with it. And I'm an adult. The real <laughs> issue with it for me is just that, and I don't, I think that's why I've, I find it strange they made this film, is that it's not a sport that photographs well. Oh, because no. It's, it's hard to explain, like I'm saying, like how you get good at this. Because it's my, like the way it looks from the outset for someone, if I don't, I know nothing about racing and I sit down and they're like, watch this race and tell me how you are good racing. It just seems like you need to get as fast as possible and that's how you win. When I, and like you do the thing that, yeah, like I'm saying, there's like, it's all about like when the light turns green, you want to slam down on the gas as quick as possible. But it doesn't look like they're like shifting gears no, or anything. It's a, it's a go-kart switch she pulls. It's that it's little like top. So I'm sure a lot of skill is involved. Not everyone can do it. We're not trying to say that at all. But it definitely doesn't I'm look saying good this on basically camera. from the movie's point. Yes. I'm sure it requires a ton of skill. I could never fucking do it. I can barely no. make a an egg in the morning. Like this is beyond my realm of possibility. But I'm saying the movie should have done a better job. Obviously, we don't need to get into like the nuts and bolts of like scoring, but at least explain to kids how this is hard because yes. like I or or like how she's good at it. Like yes. I, I don't. That was never made really clear. They just kept being like, "She's Definitely. amazing. She's got that instinct." I'm like, the gas pedal. I, yeah, I, I was yeah, like. It's- the instinct to go straight faster than another person? She's also apparently the best volleyball player in the goddamn okay, universe because yeah, they well, can't well, fucking no, survive get, without we need, her. We need to get back on track here. My main point yeah, about... Yeah, we get right on track? Yeah. My main point about Greg Enders in this scene is that we get this scene of him, him drag racing... And, like, I'm like, okay, so their dad is, like, a famous drag racer. Oh, you mean the one that cowboy man in a cowboy hat has an absolute full-body spasm waving the flag? Did you clock that? I know what you're doing. You're and, talking. Okay, two things. You're already ahead of where I have, like, 50 notes before I even get to where you're <laughs> This is the first scene. First, first things first, they do this in a ton of Disney properties. I absolutely hate when adult men refer to their daughters as monkey. I hate hate that they name. They do for that jo- in a ton of properties? Oh, I've, I've heard it multiple times across, like... Where? I, the, I feel like The Rock has said it before to children and maybe in, like, the game plan, like, things like that. Like, that is that is something that has been used. It's, like, an adorable little pet name. They're like, oh, monkey. Don't... I hate it. It's, gr- I, I, it's gross. I hate listening to men call their daughters monkey. And I did have the the conscious thought at this point, I was like, well, at least she's going to outgrow it and I'll stop having to hear him say monkey or like rock on or whatever the fuck he says. Don't worry, he calls her monkey for the rest of the mm-hmm. fucking film. Very true. Then the dad goes to his own drag racing thing and it's paralleled. It's actually cool the way they shot it Is where it? it's intercut between Erica being at home, going on a boys from the neighborhood challenge her to a race even though she has training wheels. And I remembered zero of this movie even though i've seen it before but i did remember this scene vividly where she's racing to beat them and her training wheels like pop off like forrest gump forrest Forrest gump they fly off and she wins the race and that's in her come with the dad's race which i'm sorry doesn't make a ton of sense no no. just like she is still a four-year-old child pedaling faster than ostensible eight-year-olds i don't understand like eight and then that's in her come with the dad's but at the dad's race there's a man in a wide-brimmed white cowboy hat holding two flags and i was like oh he's gonna you know just like like, drop his arms. The man jumps like a salmon in the air. <laughs> I've never, guys, if you are watching the movie, rewind to this part. I gasped out loud. I was like, he moved his body in a way that I never expected him to move his body. And I can't stop thinking about it. This is why it's always fun to do podcasts with Emma because I'm never going to be sure of what she's going to latch on to and find <laughs> hilarious in movies. I was just wor- I was like, is he okay? Did he experience some sort of spasm? My main note here is one, the dad's car says Nitro Thunder on it, which sounds like a 2000s arcade game. That, that sounds like some sort of lube. Fair enough. 
other note is I thought he was about to die in a horrible racing accident. Oh, I didn't even think about because that. Because it, it looked like they were setting that oh, up. Oh, I was always convinced. Every time they lined up for a race, I was like, someone's going to die, right? I was like, I was well, like, ready I, for I, it. Like, obviously, by the end, I realized, like, like once I did the research, I was like, oh, yeah, of course, they, the dad's not dead. He helped consult on the film. Yeah. But I was like, it definitely seems like they're setting up this guy I mean, die drag gonna, racing. They weren't going to kill, like, the, the main two, but I was like, it's very, no, odds are high that Bev Mitchell veers off course and, like, kills her pit crew member. <laughs> Guy. <laughs> oh, that freaking guy. All that right. Guy. So, um, who is that guy, by the way? What else is he in? He looked very familiar to me as well, but I'm not uh-huh, sure. You can ID him to be him if you want. So then, like, we do another time skip to her in, like, I don't know, second grade playing with Play Doh. She, she makes, looks way too old to be playing with Play Doh. Uh, yeah, weird. It's, it's like fifth grade. Yeah, sixth grade. And she grade. makes a drag racer car out of Play Doh and, like, it looks really good. And then she's like, oh, it goes up to blah, 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 blah. And, like, this big engine. And the teacher's like, okay, great. Thanks, Erica. <laughs> um, and then, like, we cut back to their house and apparently they're starting up a junior drag racing league and she's just like try begging her mom to let her do it and the dad's like oh the fact know. that this exists is it's, insane it seems strange to me that because you're letting children, children drive cars <laughs> Dude, i screamed out loud when she goes to the first race all we love thinking they're like the first ever junior drags where children from eight to sixteen such, eight such a huge are part. you telling me an eight-year-old behind the wheel of these drag racing cars? Like, it works for soapbox racing. And they keep no being like, these kids don't motors. even have driver's licenses. So I'm like, why do you guys keep reciting that like it's a fun tiddlywink? Like, that's scary. Like, why are we letting these children do this? I mean, like, I say that, but I, I know there are, there's like kids motocross and stuff like that, but when you're dealing with these powerful machines, it seems like a poor mix. It's just, it's, and again, I'm sure it's very safe and I'm sure there's regulations and like it's all all's well and good, but like it doesn't seem like a natural sport where I'd be like, Let's well, we let have a kids children play. Do like it's like I don't ever watch UFC fighting and go, What about for kids? What about maybe we have a kids version? <laughs> I don't know. Kids would like this. Kids would like this. So the mom doesn't want to let her do it because, you know, it seems like a terrible I- idea yeah, for children. Yeah, this mom has a lot of rational thought, that get, and she just gets shit on this Well, family. I also think she has some weird th- thinking later on where she, like, blames the dad for the children's love of the sport and then, like... I would blame the dad. How else would they have been introduced to this insane, obscure sport that no one's <laughs> ever heard of? Also, this league, they're like... This is the we're starting this league up, and there's like a massive race to the nationals within the first year. Like, I, how are there that many that people was, competing? That was insane because, like, yeah, they could, they like, the dad convinces the mom, and they go, we see them uh, go and do it. This is also where we meet her little sister Courtney, who's like, I Brie Larson, sound, yeah, Oscar not, winner, not Brie Larson, yeah, it's not Brie Larson, oh, yet. not yet. Um, but she's like, it sounds dangerous. I wouldn't do it. And then the, they get sent to bed, the parents talk about it, and then we get a scene of them going to the track once the mom relents. And, like, this is actually going to be a hard part of this episode is me trying to describe drag racing over the podcast. The main point is she goes and gets signed up, and there are dudes, like, laughing, like, ha, 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 that's a girl. And, like, the guy she's racing is like, Dad, what if I lose to a girl? I thought that was her track friend. What? That kid that races her in the first. That doesn't eventually become their pit crew guy? I don't believe so, no. I don't know. He just had a similar voice. I I couldn't really see his face because of the helmet. Yeah, I don't know. But... The point is, is like, so they're just, they're getting the sexism right away. And then, like, they announce her. It's like, Eric. Eric which is Enders. a motocross joke. Is Like, it's basically, not a joke, but it's the same thing as motocross. Where, like, don't they just drop, like, what what is her name? Andrea. Moto- yeah, they call her Andy. It's, like, well, yeah. the same thing. Like Yeah, but then they're like, it's 
Erica. And then the and her car is like hot pink, and he goes, "That'll explain the color." Yeah, and but the to mom, be fair, they did put a lot of pink on that car. But like, good, wear pink. Yeah, yeah. And the like, mom's like, she's not even like mad. She's like, <laughs> like, and she's like smiling. It was such a weird reaction. It was, and so we see her win her first race, and like, it's and then like she has her tiny trophy, and this is what Emma was talking about: is they walk by a table of all the trophies, and there's one, and she, he's like, "Oh, that's for nationals," and I was like, "Why is the trophy for nationals here already?" Because ostensibly, yeah, that's like, what I was this league just like started a, a day it's, ago. It's, you just started, and it's ostensibly a year-long event. Yeah, Do you just get at want everybody to get a look at the? Like I get this by the second flash forward once she's like a teenager that nationals would be yes. like a thing. There'd be like sponsors and like well established, but they're like all the, the nationals the campaign. I'm like, didn't this start like yesterday? It's very confusing. Um, and then I think, yeah, this is where we drop that it's ages 8 to 16, which is a crazy margin. That's, well, I mean, but I guess the, there's there's classes. They're, they're, they're thankfully but age picture groups. 8-year-olds behind the wheel of those machines. Just close your eyes, picture it for a second, and try not to lose your fucking mind with laughter of an 8-year-old oh, in this also, roll cage. Also, two notes before we get too far ahead. Randy, the kid that, uh, wait, maybe, wait. It might be the same guy because isn't his, is his name Randy? Yes. Oh, maybe it is the same kid. That's what I'm saying. I think it's the same kid. I will say, well, uh, we're gonna, she has two main best friends in this film. They do not get names until like 45 minutes I did, into this. Is the girlfriend ever named? Luann. Oh, pff, fuck. I, 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 I miss that completely. <laughs> it's it's only if you're paying attention if you have the subtitles on do you get their names. That's why I was but confused. I, think the guy's I was name very is Randy. confused because I always I assumed that he was the guy racing her in that beginning part. And then once he stopped racing and it's always just on her pit crew, I was always. Was very confused. Oh, he's introduced with no introduction. And I was like, why does he just, does he, he lives in their RV? I was like, does he work for this family? We'll, we'll get to him in a Where second. Where are his parents? But Randy gets his ass beat super bad. Like, she's off off by a mile. And again, I don't know what you need to do to be good at this sport. Um, <laughs> but then also the trophy for nationals is freaking hideous. It's oh, like it's... a dude next to a big tire. And it's like, it's like not even that big. I also got it's bigger awful. trophies for like yeah, little, it's really like, small. like peewee soccer. Like it's I, very small. Truly. Then we do the time skip, I think. Before this time jump, we like missed all of my notes because we jumped right to eight to sixteen. But like, I love when the mom at the kitchen when she's like doesn't want her to race and she's like, "Am I really that much of a witch?" Like, I love when they can't swear in Disney and they try to like skirt <laughs> around it. And it's like you know how adults would say the word witch, and the dad like doesn't answer. He like takes a beat and he's like, mm, and like his back's to the camera. And I'm like, is he like saying yes? Like he's well, like, do, yeah, do, you do, do want to know a little real life tidbit? Yeah. Is that those people ended up getting divorced? <laughs> The real people ended up getting divorced. Oh, I could see that coming from a mile away. <laughs> if this was a drag race, I would know exactly how the finish, who would cross the finish line, and it would not be that marriage. Um, But so they do a time skip. Wait, and, I am still talking. I'm Fuck a, you. Yeah. I, I, audience, how many times in episodes does Emma yell at me for not moving fast enough? And then... I have things to say here. <laughs> All right, so here's the thing: the in the initial in that see that first race, the P, and this is just a note throughout the entire movie. People in this movie say the word girl like it is a slur. Like the way they spit out this word with vitriol is absolutely insane. And it never changes. People never change the delivery. The guy's like, what if I get beat by a girl? Like, and then like the fucking, the other, the guy that beats her is like, um, yeah, here comes a girl like they and like they say it with like hate in their eyes like if it's the worst thing they could possibly call her <laughs> and it's so unhinged and it happens the entire movie well that gets to my point that I'm, i was gonna get into later but we can talk about it now the enders sisters have been asked about this movie and they said the one thing that disney wanted that we that like we really couldn't give them from our life story was this conflict because we didn't this wasn't really a thing we faced a lot as a child 
where people were like, it's a girl. Blah. Yeah. And because here's the thing. Because again, it's also like a child. Like, yes. And these adult men are like, this fucking girl. Yeah, they like, said they actually faced that more when they became adults. Um, yeah. But, yeah. but what's child. stupid about it is like, okay, I can understand. I don't sympathize, but I can understand them being dicks, being like, this isn't a girl sport. Like narratively, I understand yeah. that. We do a time skip to seven years later. She has been kicking ass at this sport for seven, seven years. years seven and they're years. still like, oh, girls can't drag race. And I'm like, guys, you're she, right. she like has that. ostensibly beaten you all at all of these events. And you're still like, oh, girls can't be good I drag racers. I didn't think racers. about that because that's seven years later. It's yeah, like, so gross. Like, it's not like this is the first time this has happened. Yeah, 110%. They wanted that, like, that motocross energy and they, yeah. like, shoehorned it in. But you're, that's so accurate. That just doesn't make sense. And it's like, also, she's already proven herself. It also makes a little bit more sense seven years later for the dad to be, like, jabbing at her if she is, like, so good and, like, a girl. Whatever. But there is no reason for them to, like, rip on an eight-year-old child. No. No. <laughs> um, I don't understand that part of it. But so we do time skip, and we see the dad and the mom uh, make a deal with Beverly Mitchell and Brie Larson saying, okay. Brie Larson's bangs, by the way, are an absolute crime. Horrible. Really bad. You could And I thought they were going to get better, and they guess what, folks, they never do. Much like that to pay the dads in. But what's just weird to me is that Brie Larson is also now a drag racer. And when she was little, she didn't seem to have any kind of interest in the sport. Also, she was like, here's Meh. another thing. that they, I, they do address, finally. A finally, again. I will say this movie, I had a lot of early qualms in my notes, and then it eventually came around and, like, made my dreams come true. Not even enough. Again, sorry to our drag racing audience. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, this is a rich kid's sport. Like, they, oh, they are paying for these incredibly... You, you, you actually reminded me of what I was going to say earlier that we got off topic on. My question about Greg Enders, how much money, money does, does this, this man have? have? Because at first I was like, he's a famous drag racer. Of course he has access to all these tools and equipment. But, like, he's not a famous drag racer. He did drag racing in the past. He admits later that he was bad. Yeah. That, like, that like, the tool is better, better and then he's And then, like, later on she's like, oh, we need to get a sponsor so you don't have to pay for it. He's like, you let me worry about that. And I'm like, what are you doing to pay for all of but this, I was, my guy? Exactly. I, I think trafficking drugs. I, there's, he's Randy the, in that see, RV. We see him come home at one point, like, uh, and, like, put his briefcase down and, like, shake his head. I'm like, I think he's up to some illicit shit to make this happen. <laughs> Because, like, the barrier to entry, people, like, make fun of, like, sports like lacrosse for the equipment being expensive. The barrier to entry you for this build your own car. is, like, ostensibly, like, a, like, $50,000, like, I don't know how expensive it is, but it has to be expensive. Like, those cars? Well, I don't, I actually. They reach, like, eight, like, 90 miles, and, like. Not for the children. For the record, they do say the children's cars don't go that fast. Okay, they've got, what, 80? I, I they don't They said it tops out at 80s and Something. children's. I'm not sure. But still, like, that's an expensive piece of machinery. Of course it is. And Entirely they have insane. to lug those things to the racetracks. Yeah, the, they, they have, have an RV as well. There's parts. It's, they have to pay Randy for his is, child labor, I guess, because <laughs> he's a child. It's crazy. But so they make a deal with Brie Larson, Barry Mitchell. We're going to let you drag races out of state as long as you get straight A's in class. You get one B, you can only drag race in Texas, which is where this movie takes Houston. place. Houston. Uh, yes. Love and, knowing a location. And uh, if you get one C, these cars go up on bricks. You're not doing jack shit. Good and parents. The, and the, this, if, we, if there's a best parents award, these parents were actually I pretty do, good. I, well, I think, probably because they had input on it. They want to look like bad parents. I think that I think the dad, at least, is probably going to get nominated for best parent this year. Yeah, they were but good But I think the, the mom kind of lost me at times. But they're like, absolutely, we will work our hardest. We got it. So then we cut to another race, and, like, it's her versus, like, young hotshot, Jordy Nolan. And 
this is what I was saying where like it's seven years later and people are still deriding her where it's like the the Nolan dad is like, oh, your girl's not going to cry when my Jordy beats her and stuff like that. And I'm like, my dude, she's been kicking ass for seven years. And like also these people are just dicks. They are just also, canonically Also, like, Jordy angels. pulls up in his car with his flames on it. And I was like, I feel like Jordy's going to be a bad, bad boy. And we're going to have to teach him a lesson. <laughs> okay, that's love. weird phrasing. But with love. And I was like, they're definitely going to have like a motocross like rivalry that's actually a yes, romance. No, guys. Not, well, he's a, a, literally a Ro- non-character. That's not what happens in motocross. <laughs> Isn't, aren't they rivals? No, because he's in a different bike class, oh, yeah, remember? Whatever. Anyway. Why don't we, why don't the, Disney take my ideas? Why don't they be rivals in a romance? <laughs> because well, so first of all, he's not from Texas. He's from New Jersey, and he and comes that's down. That's how you know reasons. he's a piece of shit. <laughs> but I actually, and I hope all of you New Jersey people they, know I'm not backing down from that opinion. <laughs> the eye contact they have, just looking oh, over each hot. other, it's sexual. It is like raw and he's sexual. Good energy. looking, and I was like, why would they cast such a good looking kid to be this asshole the, if they're not going to use it? Well, the next thing, and this is the classic setup, is that you have the dad who's the asshole, and the kid, the kid who's, who's, who's nice, but he's just being, he's being. <laughs> well, I was going to say that is being pushed by the dad to turn into an asshole push so, into walls and so like the dad. dad comes over and is like ha ha you lose and then have the son hey hey good yeah, race sorry. Good, it was a good my race. dad's a dick my like, dad's on like a ton of coke like, like, and, then I- you have the, <laughs> and then you have the climax where he stands up to the father yeah. and then he's a good guy hey guys we just wrote a better movie I feel, and- like, I feel like we do this in every episode now where we're just like hey let's just make the movie better yeah, why? And also, just like use what you have. You already have this hot jersey POS. Well, like I, like, well, this this is just where we get into the 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 thing of like it's hard to say how this movie should have been better because it's based on real people's lives. So that and that's why I think there's so many different conflicts because I think they would like I'm pretty sure the girls were like no I didn't ever want it like their version of Jordy whoever it was like I fucking hated that guy. So but they, thank that, God we but, had time. But, but I randomly met like a guy at my high school like so like that in movie world that doesn't fucking work. In movie world you end up with Jordy. I don't care. If you marry Todd in real life in movie world in a majority. Yeah, I think this movie would have been better if it had not been a straight up like attempted adaptation of their lives, but just inspired by their lives. Like a uh, you never give people input. That's like a, like a cool runnings as opposed to like uh, I don't know an Ali or whatever. Like not a biopic. Also, um, also I re- I did do research, guys. Whoa, I know, but the. Erica marries a fellow drag racer yes. in, the, in the end. So, like, she doesn't marry fucking Todd, so why am I fucking learning about Todd right now? <laughs> um, I hated that piece of shit, and I want them off my screen every moment. I stopped watching Todd when is, it came onto the screen. Todd is awful. But, so, she loses to Jordy in this first, like, up, she's in, like, the upper older division. I think she's, like, 15, 16 at this mm-hmm. point. Time is also crazy Also, in this Jordy's movie. hair is thinning, so I don't know how old he was <laughs> supposed to be. He was already going bald. Um, and then, like, the dad makes her go over and say, alright, go say congratulations to the man who beat mm-hmm. you be the bigger person like you know be a good loser all that stuff and she doesn't want to do it and he's like no go do it and she goes over shakes his hands like congratulations and he, at first he has that like oh thank you uh, and, then the dad and then the dad comes over to just been like you show me a good loser i'll show you a loser that was an insane <laughs> line read again like this is an adult man and this girl is probably 15 or 16 years old and he like literally snarls in her face like oh you're gonna be a good loser you're still a fucking loser like an inch from her face i was like this is insane and then she just like storms off and then the dad's i mean she doesn't want to do it because she said it tells the dad they're jerks and he's like you still gotta do it and then he says that 
she storms off and he's like, yeah, you're right. They're jerks. Yeah. So, so then we come back to the house and this is what I'm saying. Time has no meaning. The movie cuts around a crazy amount. Like we're not, it's not us jumping around as we tend to do. And the, she's sitting on the couch playing with this little thing. Little, it's a fucking honky it's, okay, piece of machinery. It's like machinery. the size of an, a size of an iPad, it's, it's but it's thick a, like a it's brick. It's like an easy bake oven <laughs> thickness wise. And like, I literally at this point in my note was like, what is this machine? Could they just explain it a little bit? One throwaway line. Like I, I, just, I understood it. Line. I got what it was. It's just like a thing that you hold and it like mocks the steering wheel and it like counts down to like test how quickly you could get the gas going on your machine or whatever. Explain, this is a movie for children. That's fair. And like Courtney comes over and like grabs it and like beats her time and she's all like, ah. And that's how I knew. I was like, oh yeah, 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 there you go. But then the mom sits down and like has, has like a heart to heart with her and it's like, why do you want to do this? Like, or like, you know, it's not easy for you, I know. And she's like, when I feel, when I'm in the driver's seat, I just feel like that's where I belong. It just feels right. And and this is what I'm saying with this movie as a relationship to time. Is I was there like, there was really, a whole monologue I like blanked out. And here, I, but like, I was like, you've really never asked your daughter any of this in seven, seven years? years. Like, like, right. like. <laughs> I like didn't even, I again, am like watching this, like all the 12 year olds that watched it. Like I didn't even think of <laughs> like, there's a seven year time jump where she's been racing this whole time. And like after seven years, the mom's like, do you like racing? And she's <laughs> like, like, she's like, yeah, it's my favorite thing in the world. She's like, okay, I'll support okay, you. And, and I was like, what the hell? Um, but so then we cut to the garage. We do. What's in the garage? Courtney and Erica having this conversation about racing each other, or no, maybe not. That's later. Okay. Because for we cut, they also add a lot of school stuff, which my god, this movie didn't need. Um, but. It has possibly one of my favorite things I've ever seen in a Disney Channel original this movie. This is the note. Yes. No, this. Okay, the, oh, there garage is scenes, the garage scenes before. So okay, go, all right, go ahead. Um, I actually have it written down. But so there, there's a scene in the garage, and I won't spend too much time on it, but basically, Erica Bev has now moved up a, a weight class. Oh, Not I a see. weight class, age <laughs> What is it? Age class, I guess. And she's moved up, and the younger sister, Courtney, says, like, when are we going to race each other? Basically, and Bev goes like, never, we're never going to race each other. And then she's like, why not? Like, why won't you race me? Like, just for fun. Like, it like race me. And Erica's like, because like, if you win, like if, if I beat you, I just beat a stupid little kid. Yes. And if you beat me, then it's like, like, it's a massive upset. You know what I mean? Like, so she's yeah. like, it's a lose-lose for me either way. And I'm only calling this out. It serves really no purpose otherwise because the one thing I will say is it was interesting because that's probably the exact argument playing devil's advocate here, not to advocate for these assholes, that the guys have that are racing her. It's a lose-lose either way because when she... Like you know, this was, wins. Like she. Like, this was summarized. Guy. Per- this was summarized perfectly in an episode of Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide about fighting, which is if you fight a girl and you lose, you got beat up by a girl. girl. But if you beat up a girl, dude, you just, just beat, beat up, up a, a girl. girl. Like it's a lose. Like again, it's I'm saying, like, which is also very sexist. It's and very not, sexist. But but the argument she gives to little sister. I was but like, in 2003, kids movie logic. Yeah, that's what they would yeah, say. Yeah, and it's like it's like the thing with it's the same thing with her not wanting to race her little sister. Like it's like if you beat a girl, like okay, you just beat a girl, which isn't correct that's wrong this is wrong but if the girl beats you it's like even it's embarrassing to your ego so that's i just thought that was an interesting parallel that's why they decided yes, to word it. i get what you're saying but you gotta we gotta get to this classroom so i can talk about this note oh so, my god so she's sit- the party of the month oh party hell, of the year. hell yeah she's sitting in french class her only the class, only the class, class that, that she, she takes and they're reciting french or whatever i think this is a french immersion school <laughs> i swear to god but they're sitting like reciting french and her friend luann who again does not get a name until like three-fourths of the way through the movie beautiful girl by oh, the lovely way. Love, stunning she, she's great does a good job like draw around really tall she hands her and she like shows her a little paper football and like slides yeah. it to her she unravels the note this gave me nostalgia the like note. the paper football the i was like yeah but she unravels the note and she says, party at my house tonight. Lots of chocolate. Underlined 
Okay, no, no, no. Luke, you're doing a terrible dramatic reading of this. I'm sorry. This is, this is my fucking piece de resistance. Party at my house tonight. Lots of, in all caps, CHOCOLATE! <laughs> underlined three times with multiple exclamation points and hot guys uh, like xoxo and i was like that's interesting this was my first hint that these girls are like weirdly horny for how young they are Beverly Mitchell is so horny (laughs) (laughs) clinically horny and this comes up later and I was like that's weird I don't know if I would have at you know 15, 16 sent it out to my friends saying hot guys like maybe chocolate I would have added not like that crazy really I feel like it's the opposite of being like hey there's gonna be cute cute guys going to the party tonight but the chocolate she puts more emphasis on the chocolate because they can't say alcohol except for later when they do say alcohol and I need to talk about that when we get to it so that happens, and I was really mad we didn't get to go see this I wanted part, to chocolate see that party. party, chocolate guy. But she's party, like, no, I can't. I which have I just race. imagine is a, a giant pool full of chocolate and shirtless dudes just just, dancing around. They're just <laughs> dipping those men in chocolate. <laughs> but so then she's like, I can't go. I have a race. And then Luann is like, Oh. And we cut to said race, um, which has another great line read of the announcer going, welcome to Texas Raceway in Dallas, Texas. And I was like, okay, dude, you could have just said Texas Raceway. I didn't need to know that we now went to Dallas. Also, just like, I'm going to say something. Again, I'm never going to lose all my fans in the drag racing community. (laughs) After a while... I this think that I think I think the I think the title of the episode is just going to be apologies to the drag <laughs> racing community. <laughs> this is boring. After a while, it I gets, do not like watching this over and over. It gets again. boring because there's no goal at the and end. And there's no like stakes. That's like, what I'm saying. When she's racing Jordy and there's like a little bit end, of stakes. Yes. I was like, okay, like she like like they needed. I think this movie would have done much better. If they had established, like, hey, this is your last year in, like, the underage bracket. If you want to bring bring home the championship this year, you've got to win this many races, that kind of thing. Do this well in the time trials. Whatever. And then it all You're came so together right. at the climactic so... race against And I'm sure Jordy. there is something like that where she had to do so many qualifying, but they don't explain the no. sport enough. It's all to, just races. For you to like, know the stakes. So I was like, okay, here they go. Go, go fast. It's, zoom, it's, zoom, honk, They go for like, more like, like a, like, slice of life of this girl's life, but that life involves a lot of drag racing. <sighs> but I think this is actually where we maybe see Courtney race for the first time in her younger thing because she's not racing at first because she and I again did you confirm that character's name is Randy? Randy Jones yeah. So she's talking to Randy who again I was like who is this guy that she's talking to like he's been here the whole time where is his character introduction? Mm-hmm. Why are they friends? What does he do? And they're just like hanging out at the racetrack talking shooting the shit getting some food and like I assume he was another driver didn't you when no. they're getting food at the racetrack? No. I didn't, I made no assumptions. I was just like, who is this man? <laughs> and then like, eventually we see him on the pit team and I'm like, okay, he's in their car, their mechanic basically. And like, they, they sit down and they're talking and like Randy like looks over at like a gaggle of girls and she's like, we need to get you a girlfriend. And like, he's like, how's your love life? Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, it's like, non-existent. I don't have one. I'm like, this is, I, I don't, I met this man a moment ago. Yeah, I, I don't like, have no investment can... in his love life. And but they both basically have a little pity party about like the fact that they can't, uh, get a significant other. Are you not going to address what happens in this oh, scene? Oh, I'm about to, I think. You mean with the girl? Yes! <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes! 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 So, he says to her, like, she's like, he's like, well, what about you? Do you, what do you have a boyfriend? Do you, do you have a boyfriend? And she's like, no, for some reason, guys, this is not the exact dialogue, obviously. Guys are, like, really intimidated by me, or whatever. Maybe they're intimidated by Maybe, me. Yes. And then, this seraphim on a go-kart, <laughs> no, like, this little... it's not! Go-kart. I don't know what it's it is. like. Okay, guys, I'm gonna do a bad job describing this. I wish this was not a, a not an auditory medium. She rolls up a 
at 17 year old girl on what I believe to be a small tricycle, it, but the front of it is like, it has like the facade of like grease lightning. Like it's a small, it looks like a small car, but it is the size, maybe it's motorized, but it is the size of a tricycle. Yes. It is, and, it's, and she rolls up in this thing like it's a hot rod. Yeah. Gets and off, and flips she's, her yeah, hair. Yeah, she's, she's done up like, like a video game girl racer where she's got like the scarf around her neck and is like, I'm ready to race. She like, still has that, like a race jacket on yes yes but i was like is she racing on that tricycle <laughs> yes and like she gets on the tricycle and three dudes rush over and are like oh i don't even know what the hell her name is i like oh yes let me help you off your tricycle and like, this was a good line this though a good line. this was a good, st- good thing line. about men but i was just general. like i was just like hold up what? <laughs> i was like so there is another girl racer in yeah. this league so it's not that crazy number one but two she's just like crazy like oh my race the, the tricycle absolutely <laughs> tricycle. made me lose my mind <laughs> I, if any, I, I, I would like i would have been less flabbergasted if she rolled in like a penny farthing like an old school. <laughs> it would have been less flabbergasted if she landed on, via jetpack. Like there's <laughs> a million things that would have been less confusing than this tricycle. Uh, but she rolls up and the guys flock to her and the guy go and she, Ben Mitchell's like oh like you know like why do they like her like and the guy just her friend Randy just looks and goes well she loses which is a yeah, like say it like absolutely good. amazing indictment of men mm-hmm. whose egos are everything and they cannot be threatened in absolutely any way, shape, or form. Actually, and it's also it also does explain the point of when you're like there's another girl in this league. Again, it, it, the, the whole thing's a, a mess, but it, it was a thing Disney. It, added. it does it does make sense that it explains away why like they like her because she isn't a threat. Like mm-hmm. like like why they like they As are not. To Erica, there's no vitriol around her. Who being is a girl kicking ass and taking names yeah. for absolutely um, for, just for driving forever. straight and fast. Yes. Um, I will also say, while we're at his introduction, I really like Randy. I, I think his actor does a great job, and I think they have a really believable friendship. And I think they're, I think yeah, he's good. I know I like him a lot. I think I actually really like this actor, and I can't remember what I know him from, but. I am confused why he sleeps in their van, <laughs> <laughs> but like, where are his where is his family? So, are they paying him? Uh, they have to be, I imagine. But so he's a child. Then we cut back to her school, and she's playing volleyball. And I was like, this is where I was like, Erica, you do not have time in your I, life for this. Like, you've talked on and on at this point about how horny you are for yeah. drag racing and mm-hmm. and boys, but we'll get to that more yeah, later. Yeah. But more drag, how you like this is how it feels, and then like. She's at volleyball tryouts and like, I was like, you don't have time for this in your life. You got to get straight A's. Like, why are you here? No explanation given. I'm assuming. None. I think it's actually just a show. And again, probably that the Ender sisters had input. They were also very good athletes in high school, which I don't know how those girls did it. I, it's amazing to me. <laughs> but, but this is the scene where they're like trying where out. Where two girls just decide to go at her for no goddamn reason. <laughs> no, wait, isn't this the part? Luke, okay, before that, before the girls go at her, she's like staring at the boys. Oh, yes, And yes. her friend Luanne comes over and is like, um, down girl, rare, like Samantha Jonesing at her. And she's like, keep it in your pants. Like, I was like, why are these so weirdly horny? She's just this? staring at these dudes playing basketball. Ogling them. Widely open for business for all. Ogling these guys. And to the point where Rick comes over and is like, keep it in your pants, sister. Like, (laughs) put those eyes back in your head. And I was like, what? Like, no teenager girls talk to each other like this. 
I uh, have expected the friend to be like swirling a martini. Like, <laughs> you like what you see? Like it was so fucking weird. Um, <laughs> that does happen. That but was so, like the thing where like and sometimes you're like, oh, an adult wrote this dialogue and forgot what it's like to be a child. Um, but the, the, these girls are crazy. It's so wild. So she's just like standing holding a volleyball, ogling these men, and then this the, minding her business. The friend is like, hey, come get in line for tryouts, and she's like, okay, and they're literally walking away. And the girls like sprint Chase. over to them. They're, they're seven the, feet in front of them at the yeah. onset of this fight. And they're like, big thing they come at her with. Oh, hey, racer girl. Racer girl. <laughs> Great Disney Channel insult there. Hall the, of Fame. It's, it's Mrs. She thinks she's so cool. Uh, also, like, it's up there with Computer Boy for one of my favorite Disney Channel insults. Because <laughs> it's just an aspect of her personality. Yeah. It's, and, it's, and then the word girl. And what she is. Well, the thing is, is they did, she did nothing to provoke her. Like, if they had been, we'll see later that they get in line to like practice uh what do you call that spiking the ball spiking, yeah. and like there i get it because you're stuck in line behind her and you can maybe say but they were like we we just came up with the insult we, racer we just, girl we, we gotta, gotta get, get this off before I and it's not like it. she was talking about racing or anything she wasn't talking to them like if i like if i was erica in this situation they're like oh you think you're so cool because you're racing she'd be like yeah, what I do is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I don't know. And, like, it's not like she was talking to a boy that they also liked. There was no, they yeah, just She like, wasn't even talking. She was just no. checking out those sweet, sweet butts. That, it's I, it's truly amazing to watch these girls, these two pretty blonde girls run over and just be like, ha-ha, racer girl. They then also were like, do you decide to trap for a real sport, huh? And this is where you get the monologue I referred to yes. earlier where she's like, you know, the G-Force, like, knocks you back in your seat. and like Because they, to... they say drag racing isn't athletic. It's not, it's, yeah, it it's not re- a sport. It doesn't require any athletic ability. And she's like, no, my arm, my shoulders and arms have to be so strong and like all the stuff. And I was like, okay. And like, it, it she defends herself very mm-hmm. well. She doesn't get steamrolled. They also mentioned something about like, she thinks she's a boy or something like that. I wonder if she also chews tobacco, which was a- They said that? Yes. Missed that completely. They, well, there's another crazy line that they just throw away where I was like, you're bringing that up in this context? Why? Um, But like, yeah, she like gives this whole speech of like, uh, you know, it takes a lot of muscle and reflexes and all that stuff to drive cars. And she goes up and gets like a perfect spike and the coach is like nice job erica and she's like eh. and so then we come back to the house again this movie jumps around so many goddamn times yeah i don't even um, know where we are right now it, it's her uh sponsors sponsors okay okay and she's like this is where we're introducing this conflict of the film again another conflict <laughs> and she's just complaining to her dad like it's uh, bullshit jordy's on the cover of this magazine yes because you know this obscure sport has its own fucking magazine they all like do. every junior racer weekly or whatever it is i think that's exactly and she's like jordy's been on the cover like three times like all of the guys have sponsors like he has like all these sponsors and the guys that i beat every week like they all have sponsors and like i don't and it's just because i'm a girl and i was like that is fucked up it is that is fucked up and the problem is it, and also like your dad can't, can't keep putting the bill for these yeah, two this cars that dropped is where she he's like it's not that big a deal if we don't have a sponsor she's like yeah but then you wouldn't have to pay for all this and he's like let me worry about that and as, was, he, like, oh, lo- and as he like loads a gun under the desk I imagine <laughs> I uh, literally like she like closes a briefcase and just packed to the rim with cocaine like I was just like I was like how is it? That was the first time I was like, how is he paying for all of this? I, I did like that she understands that this is... I, I hate in these movies when, like, 16-year-old kids have, like, no concept of, like, money or financial hardship or, like, how hard their parents are working. So I did like that line where, yes. like, she does have... She does understand the sacrifice her dad is probably making to pay for these insanely expensive vehicles. But then he's like, I'm gonna talk to Mr. White, whoever the fuck that is, no tomorrow clue. about getting you a sponsorship. Yes. How about that? And what's crazy... Okay, so he says that and she's like, okay, great, cool, love it. And, like, and this is where I realized that, like, I guess he's not a drag 
racer anymore, but whatever. And so he comes home and this is important. We get a shot of him from the garage and he's carrying something like a red package, like something under one arm. I know it's, it's, I, you, I, I don't you probably didn't notice this, but, but it's important for what's about to happen. And he's holding like a rag package. And then he like kisses his wife and is like, hi, honey. Like, what? And then she like runs down the stairs and is like, did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? And the dad is visibly smiling. Yeah, yeah. He's visibly he so happy. He's so happy. And he's like, I'm sorry, honey. They, <laughs> didn't, they wouldn't give you the sponsorship because you're a girl. It makes them uncomfortable that you beat all the boys. And I was expecting, and the guy has a smile on the face. He, it's not just, oh, guy tried, he wanted to, he just can't. It was, you know what? They actually didn't give it to you because you have a vagina. Yeah. I think that's gross. Yeah, that's and they don't literally... trust women. They're all stupid, smelly bitches. So sorry. <laughs> sorry. And, and like, that's and just the way the cookie crumbles, babe. Here's the thing. He's a smile on his face the whole time. I thought he was messing with her. I, I thought know. he was going to be like, sorry, sweetie, you know. I did, And I thought that the package we saw him carry was like a race uniform with like the sponsor and on the also, back or something. Also, or a banner. Also, and also, uh, Fuck you, Mr. White. Oh, you yeah. sexist well, pig. Absolutely. You sexist pig. We never saw you, but I know I don't like you. Which, like, I mean, admittedly, this is how times have changed, but it is crazy, one, that they would just flat out tell him, oh, it's because it's a girl. We will not sponsor her because she's a girl. Not like, you know, oh, there's a lot of other good competitors or something like that. But also the fact that, yeah, she kicks ass at the sport and no one is like, well, can't sponsor that one. I don't know what comes next. Oh, this no scene, which has made me furious. We cut to volleyball. She's practicing volleyball. I have no notes for this. Oh, you don't have notes for this? Because she does volleyball and takes a freaking hard tumble into the pines and hits the equipment. Oh, oh, oh. Because she's just a volleyball practice. She nails her shoulder. That turns into like an open blood. (laughs) Like there's like blood running all over like, I think she like dislocates her shoulder or something. (laughs) Which I did. I don't know if this is. there was. And she doesn't even cry. What a fucking badass. Erica Enders is great. I I would be in hysterical tears if that happened. We should say this up top. Beverly Mitchell slash Erica Enders. Great job. She does a great job in this film. I like her character. She's probably going to be in the running for best protagonist this year. Yeah, Loved she's her. great. I she's really liked great. her. But she takes a freaking tumble. I would have liked her more if she fucked Jordy, but I'm, I'm <laughs> she moving She takes a tumble into the pines and like nails her shoulder on like the bin holding the, all the balls yeah, on the, the, on the way down. The metal. And like they're like, oh, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm fine. And she can barely move her arm. It's all red and swollen. And she like has an ice pack on it. And she's like, no, we're good. We're good. Let's keep going. And yeah. Luann is like, hey, you should go see a doctor or the nurse about your shoulder. And she's like, I can't because my parents won't let me race this weekend. Yeah. If they know my shoulder is messed up. And she's like, okay, whatever. And so then, and also I did read uh, that this was partially based on something that actually happened where she did injure her shoulder. Okay, and that's the other thing though. My biggest problem with this. Don't play volleyball! No, 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 no. The shoulder thing. Number one. It's this whole plot point. She really hurts it. She was like, I'm not going to tell my parents because they will only race this weekend, Uh which is like really fucked up. She falls asleep on her bed with her French homework. The mom comes in and sees it, Uh goes out to the garage and is like. Yep, I know exactly what you're saying. And is like, this is really, you know, fucked up that you didn't even tell us. Like you're, you're like kind of. This is what I was saying that she comes at the dad. She comes at the dad. And it's like, you know, like, it's all your fault. And I, I, I am with Greg with two Gs on this one. Because, yeah. like, she's, Beverly Mitchell is like me, who's like, I was a psycho in high school about things, like, great. But I put all that pressure on myself. My parents were never like, you have to get straight in. She says, you push, you push them, Greg. And he says, the only one who puts pressure on Erica, Erica is Erica. Erica's a, just a natural psycho. And some people are just like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, she's just fucking passionate she, and determined and crazy. She loves this sport. She will do anything that she can to keep it going. And they never once show you the dad being pushy about it. No. But, he, but that's why I love the dad because he is not pushy. He is supportive. He will go to bat for his daughter 100% if she wants him to. But 
that she's like, I just worried about her being a kid. This is a hard time as a girl. And like, I do get the mom's argument there. But my whole, the thing I was going to say was, this is why I'm saying like the real life thing, like doesn't always translate into like great movie making. Yeah. Because this is not a factor in the race. No. Didn't you think after was, the whole speech about your shoulders needing to be strong yeah. to withstand all that and steer the car, then she fucks up her shoulder and doesn't tell her parents. She races, didn't you think that was going to make her lose? She races Jordy next and, and she blows it on her own volition. <laughs> and which to be fair, I do oh. buy. I do buy that she gets in her own head and like yes, she literally but jumps don't the gun. introduce the shoulder injury. Make it just mental then. And the other problem with the shoulder injury hey the mom's also a big problem with her them doing this is she's like it's so dangerous don't let her play volleyball apparently because she freaking dislocates her shoulder and later she gets into an injury from uh drag racing and she's 100 percent okay fine. even though she's airlifted off yes. <laughs> i have so many things to say about that scene by the way we'll get there in a second but yeah so like the dad is convincing her like listen I kind of agree with you that this is crazy that our daughters are this into drag racing, but you got to understand that is not on me. I am just trying to be number one supportive father. You know it. And the other point of her argument, like we're saying, is that she's like, she needs to cut back on racing. Yeah. And I'm like, cut back on the goddamn volleyball. volleyball. If like, anything has to go. Because, yeah, if everything has to go because you've told us time and again how much you love racing. I've never heard you say once, I love volleyball. Like, I love that sport. Okay, so now we get to another race yes. fucking sequence. And this is, it's time trials. It starts out. Time time, it starts out as time trial. She's like laser focused on Jordy's time trial and like yeah. trying to see what his time is. And she's like, I can beat that. Yeah. He gets like an 8.9. Again, like I just was thinking of like gymnastics scores. I, was like, I, think, I think he gets an 8.91 and then she goes and gets an 8.889. And, and this is where she goes up to him in the golf cart and throws... Is it tissues at him? Yes, it's a little thing, like a like a purse Kleenex. Okay, thing. and throws it at him and goes like, "You're gonna need this to cry when I like beat your fucking ass in the in the next round or whatever." And that's when the guys like Jordy's face is so scared, and the dad is like, and they're both silent. And I'm like, "Bev, you really should not do that because he is about to endure some sort of rap from his father. <laughs> you do not understand what's going on behind closed doors." Also, then the dad. Hang on. Also, we'll get there. This is also where we see that there is a radio hookup. Between Erica and her dad. Oh yeah, I didn't. Why know would you need that? that. I have no it's idea. a ten. Well, seconds. you're gonna need it later yeah, when she's gonna... driving to her dad. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But like, <laughs> even though he can't do anything no, about yeah, it. No, like, yeah. I, I thought it was such an amazing thing. Just say but goodbye. So, that's so, why you have it. <laughs> so dark. That's so dark. But so they do this whole. They, she does this whole Kleenex bit and is like, ha ha ha. Those guys are jerks, right, Dad? She doesn't actually say that, but that's like the vibe. And the guy gets out of the golf cart that they're dragging her car by, and he just freaking goes off on her. This was the dad's audition monologue. And (laughs) I can tell it from every single beat. I was like, he auditioned with this piece because it's just like him talking. And he starts off, he does that acting where he starts off like really angry and then he slides into just like Mm -hmm. disappointment. Like, I've never been embarrassed of you, Erica, for the first time in my life. And he literally goes, that's what he screams. He goes, you're not him. (laughs) And he's screaming that. And then he goes down and he's like, then he slides. And he slides down and he's like, I've had to teach you how to lose but i never ever thought i'd teach you how to win and it's powerful it's powerful and i was like i know i get the part because that they did did it well again this because, movie yeah, well acted it's very well acted but also again this is what we to clarify because just this movie jumps off jumps around a bunch we should clarify so they didn't race directly they, they did the time trial and she had a better time than Jordy. And again, you would have thought the shoulder would have come into play there but it didn't and so then they do an actual race versus each other mm-hmm. and then like She's like sitting in the car, and like there's so much just sexually charged eye contact. Again, I was, over. I literally just, I was like, get down on it. <laughs> 
And guess what, guys? She fucking blows it of she, her own accord. Yep. After all that practice thing on that Easy Bake Oven, she just slams on the gas when the light is red. Yep. And, and d- disqualifies herself. disqualifies herself. And Jordy's like, woohoo. And the dad of Jordy is like, ha ha ha, girls suck. And I was like, freaking what? <laughs> um, and uh, and again, at first I was mad about this because I thought it was a very contrived thing to use instead of the shoulder. But I was like, this actually makes more sense. If you would literally cut the shoulder injury, no. you would lose nothing from this film. This it's makes insane. more sense uh, as a character that she's like so in her own head and so wound so tight that like she nails the gas early or whatever. Yeah. And But we see this get into her head and then she makes a crazy decision, which is we see, again, this is a scene that 100% could have been cut because there's no fallout. We see her sitting in French class with the little time tester thing, like having it behind a book. This is an incredibly large piece of machinery <laughs> about hiding behind a book. And well, But also I was expecting this to be like the the French teacher was going to call her parents and be like, your daughter's not paying attention in class. And like, you This can't French race. teacher's a fucking narc. They didn't do that. <laughs> Wait, that, that means he's not a narc. I know. I'm saying he is an arc, so I expect him to do that, but he didn't. Okay. So we get that entirely pointless. You're supposed to tell that she's not paying attention in school. Right. Well, she's, And then she's wound up because she... Uh, Fucked up. She messed up. She absolutely blew it big time hard. Definitely. We cut to another race, um, but they're not racing yet. It uh, starts with Courtney and the dad working on the car, and a guy comes up wearing Pennzoil gear, which, first of all, very impressive they got, they got the real brand Oh, uh, yeah, and also he's basically just like Doug Dimidon with a dip. He is. He so is. That's exactly all I could think of when he walked up. Like, the accent, the pan, mustache, it's all it's all that. Um, and he's like, hey there, like, are you partners? Um, the, he wears Erica Anders. And uh, they're like, oh, whatever. And he, so it's important to note that she's not there and doesn't hear this conversation. But Correct. he's basically like, I've been talking, my daughter loves her. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm thinking about sponsoring her if she she can really show me something today. Well, no, he, well, th- that's what's kind of weird. He says he wants to sponsor her, but he's brought like the other big wigs from that the team. Need they need to, to sign s- off on And it. like, yeah, because they don't have daughters. Which they don't need to sign them. off on Courtney later. Oh, yeah, God, we'll get there. But like, I, like they need to, he needs to get their input. And uh, so he's like, really, you know, if she shows me something, I think we can make it work. And the dad's like, great, great. And he tells Courtney, do not tell your goddamn sister. Do not say that. Yeah, because she's already, she's a fucking maniac. She yes. can't be more in her head than she already is. 100%. So then we go up to the race. Also, this would have been a great time for the shoulder to come into play or something but it doesn't no, but what then, happens is we get her we see her lined up for a race and I'm like okay yeah great another race also As again the movie making movie making they were working on the car have them get so distracted or something by the guy offering budget that like you see something come loose and they don't notice it you know what I mean like something and because they're well, talking to guy, you know what I'm saying like I, true but also I think this works because it's so surprising you're just I like oh, oh 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 but that would have created tension like oh my god what's loose like is it like what's gonna happen like I I like all of a sudden she's on the starting block the car takes off and well, Randy's no, no, no. in the back and yells well, something like the valve the, the, no no the, the car doesn't take off the time starts ticking down you start it starts like a uh, red light yellow light yellow light yellow light green and as it's like ha- right about to start Randy just notices something's leaking and he's like the blade whatever whatever is something valve the, the flux the, capacitor <laughs> like he's screaming i was literally about to say the flux capacitor as a joke um but it's leaking stop the count stop the count and he like the dad tries to go and like i guess erica can't hear them yeah because I, she still nails down on the old gas and, and we know at this point they have a radio yes like i was like she absolutely slams it and like just starts taking off and then he goes then he gets on the radio is like erica your thing's your shit's busted. Stop going and, so fast. Okay, so they have this radio and like, oh yeah, you think your shit's busted? Like, stop, stop the car. She realizes she can't. The she gas is stop. stuck. She can't stop the car. And this is the point where the radio just becomes a way to say goodbye to your dad. Because <laughs> she's like, it was actually like so, I wrote down, I was like, this crash sequence is 
horrifying. She's crying for Ned. He's like, just keep it straight, honey. You're gonna hit the wall. Like he's, he's like, a, he's, he's like, like, he's like, you're diving for the sand. Yeah, you're gonna be fine. He's like, you're diving for the sand. He's like, just keep it straight. It's gonna be okay. I love you. Like it's like it's like she's trying to like land a plane and is like crying and freaking out. And I was like, this is scary as fuck. It's, that's what I'm saying. Is that it's scary because it's so surprising. Had they prefaced it, I don't think it would have worked as well. But and so she slams into like six fences, yeah, a wall, like, and into sand. Yeah, and like yeah, and she just like is literally sitting there unconscious. And, like, everyone runs down the track. And you can also see the Pennzoil guys being like, oh, blah, blah, blah. And that's what pissed me off is that, like, if she if, if she screwed up with the Pennzoil guys through her own volition, like, or her shoulder injury would have been fine. But the fact that they were there for the the technical thing I, that wasn't her I fault know, I know. pissed me off just from, but I mean, maybe that's, that's probably how we're supposed to feel as viewers. But they all run down there. The paramedics come in. They rip, they cut her. They get the freaking jaws they of They literally life. get, they, they put oxygen on her. And yeah. then I was like, wow, this is, like, really intense. Like, and this then is a, and the helicopter comes down. Of there, and she has like no visible injuries. No, like, she's she like has a little her out eyes of it. closed and she's out of it. But then they put her on a stretcher, put her in the chopper, leave both the parents <laughs> on the ground. I go, nobody's going with her to the hospital. How are they gonna make any medical decisions over the phone? Like, one parent can't go in the chopper, <laughs> and the parents are just sitting there, arm in arm, hugging, watching their daughter take to the sky her lifeless body. I was like, they sit like they're waving a cruise ship goodbye. I was like, what's going on? Oh god, it was magnificent. It was it was wild. <sighs> Um, but I think that's a thrilling part point to take a quick break, audience. Will she live? Will, will she, she die? die? <laughs> Who will tell her story? Oh my god, Ooh. that was really insane. So everybody, we're gonna take a quick pit stop, which doesn't really work because there's no pit stops in drag racing, nope, but you know it's five seconds long. Because it's five seconds long. So everybody take a break, refuel, and get ready to get back on track once that's we come back. Okay, so we're back. So she's dying in this hospital is what it seems like, considering the fact that the entire family is sitting in the hallway crying. She was choppered out. Her <laughs> lifeless body was airlifted from the racetrack to the hospital. And then this is the most insane fucking part of this entire movie is the... So whatever. The parents are sitting in the hospital hallway. They have an argument that's just a complete rehash of a previous argument. Mom says this is too dangerous. Yeah. Dad says, it's, does he have a defense? I Well, it's supposed to be like a callback where he was like, um, if it was dangerous, I wouldn't let him do it. And she's like, if it was dangerous, you wouldn't let him do it, huh? And he's like, gah. gah. He doesn't really have a like to stand on because like. Although she, I think he does because if you think about it. What we're about to find out. She didn't get hurt. No, that no. sounds pretty safe the to me. The roll pages were seem safe. <laughs> yeah. But so, but the thing is, and again, like we said this before, like this movie introduced like points of tension or conflict and then like five seconds later, they're completely resolved. We see like they're sitting in the, the waiting room. Someone shoves an x-ray onto the light so you can like see of someone's spine. Mm -hmm. We're assuming hers. And I'm like, oh my God, is there a spinal cord injury? I thought like, the same thing. I was like, holy shit. Like, is she going to be paralyzed <laughs> to come back from like being like paralyzed? Like she's going to 
to relive that a lot. In a wheelchair. Like, I was like, oh my god. But in the fraction of a second that it took me to worry about that, a doctor comes out and goes, she's fine. Totally fine. Don't worry. Not take you. Not okay. a scratch on her. You take her home whenever She you might be a little want. sore, but she's going to be fine. No concussion, no bones. She's good. She retained a more serious injury from the volleyball basket yes. than she did from the which 90 I, mile an hour crash into a wall. Which I can only imagine means the mother goes and has an argument with the coach being like, if it was dangerous, you wouldn't let them do it, huh? Yeah, the mom's fine for volleyball, but for some reason drag racing where she draws the line. I um, but this is the thing that absolutely boggled my mind and I could not make heads or tails of it. They then cut and this movie takes big cuts like all the time and they jump from so like cut. one race to like the next weekend. And so it's like not Tom uncommon for this me- movie to like jump large swaths of time. And so we cut next to a scene of them like in front of the RV at the fucking racetrack. Bev is in jeans and like a neon pink t-shirt. Yeah, I think she- Courtney maybe races, but it's... I don't, yeah, yeah, I don't even remember. Oh yeah, yeah. Maybe Courtney races. Remember how Courtney's in this movie? I such an honor. So like Courtney Except races, what needs to be. and then they're like by the RV with the parents and she's like mom and dad I want to do like one more run I want to do a run and like her logic is like very sound here I will I say like it's that sound logic she's like I if I don't do it right now I'm gonna be freaked, I'm gonna out. Be freaked out the next time I have to race because it's gonna be too, too much time will pass and I'll be scared it's like the get back up on the horse logic like you gotta do it I get that but she like gets in the car we see her do the run and also I I forgot this until right now but like the Doug Dimidome is like watching yes. from the stands and it's I, like sunset at this yeah, point oh, yeah. now i was hoping where i thought this was gonna go was they were gonna like wait till everybody was gone and then she was gonna like sneak out and do like like the parents were gonna say no and then she was gonna be like i'm doing a secret midnight run and then doug dimidome would have just been having to walk by and like time her and be like my god that's the best time all day that's honestly better but so she does a run i don't even think her time is a factor oh no no they're, they're just proving that she gets to the finish she gets line so she can do it and like he smiles knowingly as the sun sets and he twirls his mustache but then he showed and i assumed and like this is up for debate maybe Maybe I interpreted these lines wrong, but he showed, I assumed that this was like at most the same race weekend because when she asks to do this run, her mom goes, you were just discharged from the hospital. And I was like, okay, maybe this is the, this, that was Saturday and this is Sunday. Like you would I, hope, you would hope, but then I'm so lost because the guy shows up, Doug Dimidome shows up. Owner of the Dimsdale Dimidome. Owner of the Dimsdale Dimidome shows up and knocks the door and is like, you had to show me something today. And like when you got back on the track today and I was like, did this all happen in the same day? Was she airlifted? to a hospital get like multiple x-rays get a clean bill of health drive back to the track have her sister race do another run and like this there's just no fucking way <laughs> but it's unclear how if it is the same i, I also like to it's nighttime like, now when i would shows. also like to call into question this hospital that's releasing her without any like i would have kept her overnight for observation she just suffered massive also the trauma discharge paperwork in and of itself that's like a few hours <laughs> it would have been an administrative nightmare I've never, I don't think the words, you can take her home whenever you want, have ever been uttered in any hospital ever after someone was in a car crash. Oh, you crash. mean a drag racing crash okay, with that, a car going 90 miles an hour? Oh, that, that's, yeah, that's fair. That's probably a much smaller group. Okay, so he shows up, Doug Dimidone, or the Dimmsdale Dimidone. Hang on, wait, before he shows up, I do want to point out, and this is to your credit, is Emma has pointed this out in past movies, and I've never really understood what she what she meant until this scene right here, which is... 
So they're sitting and eating. This is, an ex- this is a prime example of what I'm talking about. <laughs> so they're sitting and eating dinner. They're eating burgers, burgers and like potatoes. And they all are sitting at the table, being a family. But Why Rand- is Randy, Randy not allowed to sit at the table? <laughs> Randy is forced to sit in the bunk where I assume he also sleeps. He's eating in, like, the in the bunk like a goddamn animal in the RV. <laughs> he's, he's like the fan of the opera. They're like throwing. Yeah, exactly. Meat he's in. like just like he retreats to his lair, and so he can, as they're having conversations about like how the heats went or whatever, whatever not. Other t- Courtney wants. A new car because she gets wants everything. Um, this is another time money is kind of rage. He's like, y'all, yeah. no one's getting a new car. And he's like asking for condiments for like the burger. And Randy's asks, up in this bunk <laughs> and he's like, potato salad, please. <laughs> like demanding oh, as they like throw it and they're like, shut up, ugly, and they throw <laughs> potatoes at him and his wet, sloppy mouth, and they're like, be quiet. And then he says, Could I have some wasabi? And they all look at him like, huh? And someone goes, on a burger. And he just goes, at least it's something different and this is what Emma's points out that's not a joke that's not a joke where people in decoms just kind of say words like they're jokes but they're not jokes like wasabi is a funny unique word and they're like, like something different no, no, something no, no, no. different classic Randy like that's not a joke that's no. just you saying something weird but yeah Doug Dimadone over at the Dimsdale Dimadone like shows up knocks at the door and he's like sits down and is like hey Erica, guess what? Told your dad you need to show me something today. How long ago was today? <laughs> who, who knows? Who knows? Um, and uh, when you got back up on that horse and re- did another run, you really showed it to me. That's why I think it was all one day. He's like, you need to show me something today. I said you need to show me something today. He says, I didn't tell your dad yesterday. You need to show me something yesterday. He's referencing a conversation <laughs> that seems to have happened in the early hours of this day. It's very likely, yes. And freaking she, I got to give massive credit to Erica here. She pulls a goddamn power move on this was legit i actually respected this 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 is why i love erica so she looks at it he's like penzo wants to sponsor you yeah we're gonna sponsor you and she goes before i agree to anything she also pauses on my note was yep just say yes bitch you need this money oh true he says we want to sponsor you and she goes everybody's turned me down for being for sponsorship why are you now accepting me yeah like and he goes, it's because you showed me something today. You got back up on the horse. You did mm-hmm. another run. And I want to sponsor a driver with that kind of courage or whatever. Yeah. And then the secondary power move, which, because that first one was, are you just hiring me because I'm a girl or whatever? I don't know. Uh, the second one was, oh, I'll, you can sponsor me, but you have to sponsor Sponsored my me. sister too. And he needs no clearance from the other big guys no, to no. do that. He's like, but, oh, but also, all right. But also props to Erica. I think we, we have seen at this point that she kind of gets frustrated by her little sister's talent and accomplishments. Yes. Yes. And all that stuff. But you know what? She's to Randy in that conversation where they're eating where that girl yeah. was up on a trike. I was so distracted by the trike <laughs> most of that conversation. I've forgotten everything else. I forgot about everything that. else about that scene. She could have literally said that she was paralyzed in that scene and I would have not remembered it because I was so focused on She would have told me she survived cancer. I, I was so been like, yeah, focused yeah, cool. on the trike. I could not have heard a word you're saying. No. But she said that was her big moaning moment where she was like, everything comes so easily to her. And, yeah. you know. and he's like, yeah, well, you taught her a lot so she's only that good because of you. But she, but you know what? Women support women and she gets the most of that for a the fucking movie reviewed last month where the where they were the worst sisters alive. Oh, yeah. She's a good sister. <laughs> what a comparison back to back. Oh god, she's a good sister and says you have to sponsor my sister Courtney as well. And, this, and he goes, why not? Yeah, yeah sure. Fuck it. I, I, yeah, I know I said I needed approval from other people to do this. It but was a whole thing with you, but fuck it. I can I can cost us more money and not have anyone question me. I will say also, okay, so they they are sponsored. There's only two songs in this movie, both of which are absolute 
bona fide slappers. I did, yeah, I noticed that too, that the music was pretty good. I only clocked two, maybe there's more. I would, I, like. I feel like it's just two. There, it's like, two to three. There's, okay, maybe there's, there could be music played under or something, but the, the music montage, yes. there's two. And so this one is, they are sponsored and they have their like Pennzoil race suits. Yeah, was that a word? Sure. I think so. But what threw me is, so she, uh, Erica wears the yellow Pennzoil suit where it's, you know, it's the logo or whatever. And then Courtney says gum out, which is a far less attractive thing to have printed yeah. across everything. But I, 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 I assume that's just another product that they sell. Mm, that's what I thought. But I was like, if they're both sponsored by Pencil, why are they They can't both? match. They have to have different outfits. Why would they match? They're sisters. They're in different They're, they're different gr- racers. But they're in different age groups. Doesn't matter. Whatever. What do you know about I drag? I don't know. I actually have I'm, no idea. Apo- you know what? I have I'm, no idea. You know what? I know you're right. Apologies to the drag racing community I, I wasn't aware of. I, I just thought it was more of a style thing. You don't want to like be matched. You gotta have your own fucking like flair with you. Remember how whatever his name is has flames? Like you gotta have yeah. signature look. I like how we've talked about this man so much and how they should be gonna be cannot remember his Jordy, name. Jordy, Jordy. Oh uh. my god. So this song, they are doing a photo shoot, and of course Bev Mitchell is just got a sour buzz on and cannot smile. She's like all <laughs> tense in the shoulders, and they're like, okay, relax. Like, you know, like yeah, how about a fun one? How about a silly one? And, and she's like, like I she am relaxed. Looks I'm having like fun. she's being held in like a gulag. Like she is stone-faced and tense all over her she body. She's all about racing, and that is it. And literally the music, the song they're playing is that iconic bop. I have no idea who sings it, but it's the, that's what girls do na, 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 the whole day through. They heard it at the breakout, but you don't need to sing the whole thing. That one. I It was a very, I think maybe that's why this movie seems a little, like, that's an older song, I feel like. Still that, hit just as good, though. No, it went down real because smooth. She, because she's holding her helmet there, and the photographer's like, clearly you're not giving me a lot to work with. But then Courtney goes and just starts freaking, Brie Larson just starts breaking it down. Oh, hitting pose in front, pose. in front of, like, these cars and, like, a background where they're doing this photo shoot. She's, like, dancing. She's There's doing, like, a Egyptian great line walk. here. There's a great line here. And then yes. that Mitchell goes, stop trying to be cool. And Courtney goes, I'm going to have to try. <laughs> okay, so, and this is where things started to get a little murky for me. I mean, this song came out in like 2002, I think. <laughs> so it's like, it's not that old. Why do I think it's a song came out in like 1996? Well, you thought this movie came out in like 1996. Yeah. So. But um, the other thing that gets kind of murky here, and they brought this up when they were talking about cars earlier in the b- stupid wasabi scene, is that now Courtney also races a big bigger car a bigger she doesn't car. race that little pink she, pinky girl well no I think even then she wasn't racing that one was she that, that was for like 8 year olds but, I have but no idea she, she's now racing the, the same, same kind of car same kind of car but different ages so they will mm-hmm. never meet in competition yeah but they are racing the same technical car so and that's how you can tell that it's like a real life adaptation because like if this was Disney they would be in the same fucking class <laughs> racing each other every day and at first I was confused because I thought like maybe Courtney got bumped up to her division but no it's just like a power thing like that's, yeah, what, yeah, yeah. that's how I misremembered at the beginning that like there was like a rules change and like the younger sister got into the same division and then they had to square off or something but no the sister being her rival really doesn't go anywhere you think which also is uh true to life because uh courtney enders has is not doesn't race anymore does she She does sometimes but not as frequently and as not big of stuff as she didn't have as erica she was no she she actually uh she does a lot of like the management stuff for the racing company now and she's like oh i love it like it's you know but she did you talk to her? Just, you I, guys sound I, I, read, I, I called her on the phone. You guys uh, sound like <laughs> no, so you want to tell me about you and Bernie? Uh, you know that doesn't need to be said on air. On air. <laughs> uh, no, it was in an ESPN article I read. Um, so the fact that you were like, she's really happy. No, I was she's like, doing great. You know, I was like, we met up for brunch last this? weekend. Like, I'm glad you checked in. Kids, on her. kids are doing great. Not um, just the info, but how she feels about it. <laughs> 
But so then we do a big montage of them them getting like you know interviewed and signing autographs. And that was cute. It was cute, but I was again confused because I was like, why is this making them famous now? Because they've been kicking ass once again for seven years. Gotta get that money. Gotta get that sweet sweet oil yeah. money, baby. Yeah, that pen's oil. <laughs> <laughs> gotta get Papa Pen's oil on the payroll. Papa Pen's oil. Uh, yeah, they're basically Pennzoil sugar babies. I just thought of something so gross. And I'm not gonna you kind of have to say it now. I was going to say, gotta pop that pussy for Pennzoil, baby. <laughs> oh god. Um, I would maybe make that the title of the episode. We'd get, <laughs> well, we'd get, so we'd get sued by Pennzoil. Um, Pennzoil, if you're listening, that was a joke. But I will um, pop my pussy if you do want to pay me some money. <laughs> What if I started doing? That all got cut. Started, all good. <laughs> started doing like sponsored ad Instagrams, but for Pennzoil. Like instead of like Sugar Bear hair, it's like Pennzoil. <laughs> Just the most obscure random product. Sponsored. Like smiling in my matching like tie dye jumpsuit. Ugh. Like want to know my secret? It's Pennzoil. How do you got my hair so shiny? Pennzoil. Oh yeah. I have no idea where we are in this movie. Courtney gets her driving her driver's license finally. No. Erica. Erica, excuse me. Erica gets a driver's license. And you can tell how proud the filmmakers are. So they were so like, yeah, that's gonna be great. It's gonna be such great comedy. The same no, this scene serves zero purpose. They were just like, you know what'd be funny? She's a good driver. If she does the driving test super fast. Driving test like crazy fast. And then we have an actor be like, Oh, yeah, because he's like, he gets the car, he's like, I'm gonna be timing this driver exam, and she's like, oh, okay. Which that's did not, they do that's that? not how that works. That's not how that works. Um, and like, it's not even like that impressive because she still has to do like the turn slow and everything. So it's not like she's like drifting and doing crazy stuff. They don't even commit that to that that much of it. All it really explains is why she's driving a truck sometimes, and the truck does has a license plate that reads such a huge it's truck, a massive for this truck, small. Girl. But that's why she has the license plate that said, "No, this is not my boyfriend's truck," which is a great. That's on the license. Oh plate? yeah, that's their license plate cover. Fucking, I, Erica Enders had that and wanted that in the movie because that's an insane that's thing they included in the movie. I loved it though. It's big dick energy and I'm here for I it. I mean, she has big dick energy. Oh, absolutely. She commands that truck, but it's crazy watching her like hop in the cab. She yeah, has like pull bolt on in there. Steps should come down. And yeah. I'm also sure probably the Enders sisters are probably much taller than Beverly Mitchell is because they played like seven sports in volleyball. Yeah, that's the other thing. The rough thing about Bev Mitch is like she's supposed to be this volleyball superstar. Girlfriend is not tall enough to be the volleyball superstar she's like spiking the ball like you're yeah, a libero yeah. at best sweetie get in the back like hey <laughs> but but so uh then we come back to school again like me and i were talking about this off mic which is like it's so hard to describe the plot of this movie because it jumps around it sounds like weird jumping around too much i don't even know where, where, where just we're at of, I know, the, my none, notes don't even make sense none of the, i'm running this none of the scenes flow into each other really and it's making like, it possible comes next uh they are in gym once again. She's ogling she's the male form. She's always in gym and she's always, always ogling because She's so goddamn horny. That, and that's the other reason that I can never figure out where I'm at in my notes is because there's six scenes that are all the same fucking thing. <laughs> like, it's like, it's parents arguing. Parents arguing. In the garage. Parents arguing. arguing. Ogling men in the gym. Like <laughs> and racing. And oh, and then Randy doing some shit. Who knows? Oh, it's like that. I'm like, it's, what scene is this in the gym? I can't figure it out. So she's ogling the... Uh, the man. This guy that we have named for the first time right Todd. now, which is how far into the movie? Uh, over half. We still haven't learned Luann's name is Luann, which I'm just pulling from. She's ogling him. Luann comes over and is like, hey, are you going to ice tracks later? And I was like, what is ice that? Ice tracks? That's what she says. And I said, you can't just say that like a common thing. No, I know, I know. It's not like a... What she should have said, are you going ice skating tonight? 
Which would I would have been immediately on board. I didn't know what she said there. Like I didn't because again my brain didn't. You know, she said that. it really too. As, quick as, too. as, as is like words that I should recognize. Yeah, same. Um, and I again was far too lazy to find my remote. Yeah, I rewound it and looked at the subtitles. It was in a crack that I and I was like, I can't find it's this not now. So I just gotta keep plowing through. So I was shocked when they showed up at an ice rink. I was like, <laughs> I did not think that's what this was. I was like, a dance, a movie, maybe another chocolate themed orgy. I, I, yeah, I, I may hopefully, and but I was like, oh. Yeah. Didn't clock it to be ice. Also, she says... Do you have a date to go to ice? That's press? what that is. And, and I was like, do, do you need, need a date? <laughs> that's why I thought it was like a dance or something. I was like, that's is it an ice So then when they show up in a random ice rink, I was like, she needed a date for this? You guys were you really pressing her on that date situation. It's just a fucking ice skating rink. Oh, if you show up at ice tracks without a date, it's social suicide. Apparently. Ice tracks, the place for lovers. <laughs> and so... She's like, uh... Ice tracks is such a bad name. It's a terrible name. And Luann is like, oh, freaking whoever asked me to go with him. So you should, like, you should go up and ask Todd. And she's like, what? And he's like, it's the 21st century. You could ask a guy out. And Todd is like... Todd, 90% of Todd's acting, acting is like smoldery looks where he's just like, oh, It's girl. like a weird smile. Yeah, it's weird. It's out of and half he, of his mouth. And he starts to go... He's a poor man's Taylor Lautner. I would say that's fair. Yes. If I'm, I'm just trying to describe him in like hunk status. Like he is a, a, a Costco brand Taylor Lautner. <laughs> well, sometimes Costco brands are better. Absolutely zero charisma. Absolutely no charisma. And we'll get see that even more the as the film The personality of a doorknob. But so uh, he starts walking over and he's like, Hey, Arca. And then the two bitches from earlier who just like, again... Just live to destroy Erica's life. Just run out and start being like, oh my gosh, Todd. Todd. Like, give me your basketball, Todd. Ha 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 ha. This is just such lazy movie making. Like, introduce Todd earlier. Like, I don't give a fuck about this guy. Also, in, in most of the scenes where she's ogling this man, it does not look she's specifically ogling Todd. No, she's just ogling she's, butts in general. She's open to all comers, basically. She she's open for all business. general admission. Yeah. And so then she's like, sees this happen and she gets discouraged because apparently now that he's playing with the goddamn wood nymphs or whatever the hell they're doing, uh, she's like, well, I can't go out with him now. So she's like, you know what? I want to go to ice tracks with someone who I'll have fun with, who I Doesn't like. Who I like, yeah. And, and I was like, yeah, that's, you know, ice. And I said Jordy. And I, <laughs> and I was like, no, he's in New Jersey. Yeah, you know, like friend. You know, you generally go ice skating with friends more than on a date. Like a mandatory, you can't go to ice tracks without a date, apparently. So she goes to pick up Randy in her massive truck and he's like, I don't know how to ice skate. And she's like, neither do I. Let's see what happens. And then we cut to this very artificial. Does Randy not? go to their high school? I don't Who, know. What is Randy? Does Randy go to school? I don't know what the hell Randy's deal is. I am worried that, that the parents I, have him in like an apprenticeship and like they're not <laughs> letting him go to school. It's an indentured servitude yes. situation. I can see that. We never see him at school. We don't. And I like Randy a lot and I wish we got to see more of him. But like they get in the truck, they go to this very obviously soundstage created ice rink. This is not a business that exists anywhere. They laid some water down in the back lot, whatever. And they're on like, this was also a crazy thing that I don't think I've seen at an ice skating rink before, but seemed like it could be a thing, which is like a taxi cab. What was <laughs> this? I wrote down, what is this ice skating scene? What is this car in the middle of the ice rink? What is this ice rink? It's like a taxi cab Zamboni that like takes you out into the middle, which I assume they have for people who are weak skaters. But so it's they don't not have to... a Zamboni because it's not like cleaning the ice. It's just like a... Yeah, but it's meant to go on ice is yeah, what I mean. Yeah. But like, it's I, it makes sense because you know, if you're bad at skating, you're not supposed to go in the circle because yeah. you, you, you stay in the middle until you get your bearings basically. So it makes sense to have, but I've never, never seen, seen that, that before. before. I mean, it's a cool invention. But so her and Randy get out and they're just like wobbling everywhere. Like, well, this is also where they, I finally, I think, call Ram, Randy by name. And I was like, oh, there we go. And they're just like wobbling and like, ha 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 ha, fun. We're having fun. Todd is also there and he's like, hey, Erica, bye, Erica. And keeps... Also, Luann shows up with no date. Did you get why? 
No, wait, what did she say? Oh, this is the other... Chew, Something chew, about... Chew, much like the chewing tobacco line earlier. She rolls up and is like, hey, guys. And she's like, hey, Luann, where's whatever his name? Oh, he showed up to my house smelling like beer. That's a line in this movie. First of all... How did I miss that? Luann was a fast talker. And I think was. I missed like half of her lines. But I, I immediately... She said, oh, he showed up to my house smelling like beer. Total loser. And I was like... <laughs> Disney! You can't just drop that on me. Like like a drunk driving slash being underage drinking, like message casually thrown out. Same as the chewy tobacco line earlier. I was just like, freaking. That is insane. I've never even, they never even reference alcohol. No, that's why it's so wild. I think this, is it our first alcohol reference? I think so. I've never, I don't remember one. Has an adult ever drank a beer? They. I think that they, that, that the adults must drink casually like there's definitely been like a wine dinner situation probably but, but like i'm saying talking about never kids yeah being drunk. definitely of course not no this isn't that episode of boy meets world oh my god i think about that all the time <laughs> and saved by the bell oh what maybe wait might have been saved by the bell that's the drunk driving one with the with toga party in the car is that what you're thinking of i i feel like there's one of each i think there is one of I, each. I know I there's think, a, I, I know there's there a very dramatic shot of one of the boys from boy meets world like looking in the mirror and drinking yeah, the th- beer i think yeah there's, yeah, there's, there's that one, one of each. there's also one there's also a full house episode about kimmy getting drunk at a party yes 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 <laughs> and then and then dj has to be like my mom was killed by a drunk driver kimmy we can't be friends and was the mom killed by a Drunk yes, driver? in Full House. Yes, that's exactly. I thought she's kind of car accident. No, it was a drunk driver. Just a dark show sometimes, Emma. <laughs> I didn't know. I'm sorry. And so, like, they keep skating a little bit and being like, "Haha, we suck." And they've like fully fall on their ass at one point. And I was kind of like, "This also goes on for so fucking." It long. does. And even though I was very my the ship in my head was of course Erica X Jordy. Um, I did kind of think I was like, "Are they going for something with Erica and Randy?" Like they they try something they in did. this car. I it didn't even cross my mind that well, they, they would have a romantic. Well, they have a good chemistry, so I was like, I could kind of like I was like. Interesting the way they're framing this, and then they leave. Well, hang on. There's another. There's thing a way you gotta. There's another thing that happens, which is we see them ice skating for a minute, and they go out into the parking lot. And then what's happening? But somebody's having uh, car, car, trouble. car troubles. You know how when you're a drag racer, you can like just jumpstart any didn't car. Randy fix it. He's a <laughs> goddamn mechanic. <laughs> and like, I didn't even think about that. Like, it that's also, literally his main job. And, yeah, and also you could have just been like, everyone kind of is like, oh, who's this Randy guy? We don't know him. He doesn't go to our school. He's and he would be a God, goddamn god. And then just be like, whoa, Randy, hell yeah, you fixed my car. Whatever. Also, could you tell were those the mean girls? Yes, they were. They, they were. were. I they couldn't were. tell if they had the same face. It was hard because they weren't in the volleyball gear and like gym gear, but there was, was it was the same stuff, girls. Yeah. I, I paused it. And yeah, Todd's rolling with the mean girls and is like, whoa, thanks, Erica, for fixing car. Hey, we're having a party at my place. Chocolate, a lot of hot guys there. You should come. <laughs> he doesn't say that. Uh, and she's like, no, we already got plans because they talked about going and getting food. And then so she's driving Randy back to his house and he's like, you could have gone to the party if you wanted. You know, I wouldn't mind. She's like, no, I didn't really want to go anyway. Why didn't she want to go? I, they don't explain it. I like, and this is- and, Now you got me thinking that there's going to be beer there and she's <laughs> scared. And Randy, he's like, you know what? I'm going to shoot my shot here. This- uh, And he just goes, and I thought this was going to be way more awkward, but it's handled with actually kind of a good amount of- decorum that's not the right word but you get what i mean where he's like hey maybe we should do you ever think we should do this for real sometime and she's like what go on a date and he's like yeah maybe like he's not saying like oh i like you like i've always loved you something that she's like what if we want to date sometime and she's like i don't know it'd be kind of like dating my brother like i just see you as a brother i don't mean to hurt your feelings he's like no you're right it'd be kind of weird 
Can you be able to land, though? <laughs> and that's where I was like, oh, for the friend is the Okay, land. yeah, okay. I get what you're saying, but at the same point, again, commit to it or don't. Like, it's a conflict, and this could be awkward, and, like, it could be a thing, but then it's resolved instantly. He also, like, True. doesn't even care enough to be like, oh, that kind of hurts my feelings. He's like, that's chill, fuck. I don't know why. Yeah, I yeah, 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 no, you know, he's whatever. like, I, you know, it's like... He took a shot. It's like he's asking to, like, you know, like, borrow a pen. He's like, oh, it's fine if you don't have one. Like, you know, I, why even do the friend confessing that he wants to date you if it doesn't even matter? Because they didn't do a friend wanting to confess. He was like would be weird if we dated. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're like, right. But That's then what's it. the point of this conversation? You know what it is, and I've come. Up with, I've, it I've, serves no purpose. I've laid down the perfect word in my head, and that word is payoff. This movie does not do its payoffs well. It sets things up and does not pay them off well. Not that it never pays them off, but it just is like, yeah, it just like shrugs. And I was like, okay, like great. that. That happens. Whatever. Cut back to school. And what's, what's happening? French, baby. You know, she only takes one subject and that's French. Parlez-vous français. <laughs> Thank you, Emma. And she gets a progress report and she's getting a B. Uh, that shit don't fly in this house. That don't fly in the Ender's home. You remember, you can only race locally if you got that B. Yes. And so she goes up to the teacher and is like, um, there's actually a good gag where she starts to try and teach to talk to him in French because he like teaches the class in French. And she's like, parlez-vous. Can we talk about my grade? And he's like, yeah, what's up? And she's like, I really need to get an A. Otherwise, I can't race. Uh, what do I need to do to bring my grade up? And he's like, you got to get an A on the final. And you got to do some, like, extra credit. We don't see any of the extra credit. It's mostly get an A on the final, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but then that shit about even it out. And you'll be fine. And she's like, okay. And then this was weird because she goes home and tells her parents. And they're like, we are, like, you can't race. And she even tells them. But I just have to get an A on the final. Yeah, she says, it's a progress report. It's not yeah. my report card. And again, that's what I'm saying. Make it a report card then and have her be truly honest Or like fuck. a midterm report card. Or a midterm. Card. Or and then something. like be like, if I don't bring it up at the end of the like, year. Like, she's like, it's just a progress report. It's like not even my final grade. And they're like, okay, well, you got to pull it up. And I'm like, all right, what the, is the point of this scene? The way, the way to do it is to do it like he calls them because he found that he took the thing off of her or that she like failed. She got like an F on a test or something and they're concerned about that. And it's like, if, you, if you're going to get an A, you need to get an A on the final now. Yeah. Like set the stakes hard instead of just like... Kind of got to be on the progress report. Like yeah. it's like nothing could be less interesting. Yeah, it's it's really, it's very blasé. So then we cut to her in the library just speaking French to herself. And this is where I have the note. I do not care about this random hunk they introduced me halfway through the movie to. Give me Jordy or give me dad. <laughs> I just didn't care in general. This whole scene was bad, in my opinion. Just where he, like, walks up and he's like, Hey, Erica, like, talking to yourself, mademoiselle? <laughs> and she's like... <laughs> he does laugh. Like yeah. That. And also, like, two lines of him being good in French class earlier. To get this 100%. We have no idea that he he's knows apparently French. He's apparently in French. French. Like, I was like, oh... Um, he is fluent. Where the fuck did this come from? I didn't even see him in the class. All we've seen this man do is shoot basketballs. Why couldn't she have been ogling him from in French behind. class? From <laughs> behind. Okay, and so they do this whole thing, and I can't even... It's, I'm going to throw up in my mouth. I'm yeah. talk about it for any longer. With Bershia, they're, like, <laughs> studying. I do need to say, he, he she says, like, yeah, I got an A, I got, my final, got an A on my final. A mucho pressure. And, like, the joke is that that's not French, I guess, but I was like, what are you doing, Erica? And so they have a little connection. I literally didn't... I think I, like, fell asleep during this scene. And then she goes out to the parking lot, and Luann... Well, hang on. He says, do you want to go out? And she's like, I can't this weekend. And he's like, how about next weekend? Can't do that either. And he's like... Yeah, it's all right. I know you're busy. When in actuality, she very much is busy. She has races, but she's. But he takes it like super personally. Yeah, because all she has. Because she says this to him later. Hey, I'm not sure. I wasn't trying to blow you off, but I am just really busy with racing. And but for some reason, she doesn't say it in this scene. So he walks off like. So he walks off in a huff that he he thinks she's blowing him off, even though everyone at this school seems to know she's racer girl. Yes. And is racing every weekend. Absolutely. And yeah, so this is the curveball the movie throws us. And I'm glad Emma picked up on it too. 
She's walking out to her massive truck, and Luann just rolls up in someone's car. I hope it's not the beer Luanne drinking guy. Luann is living fast. <laughs> Live fast, die young, bad bitches do it right. And she's like, oh, hey, I, here, I've got salvation or whatever. I don't remember what she says. Here's Ooh. another conflict for y'all. Don't worry about I it. I was so, this was the one where I was most like, where are we going <laughs> with this? She hands her a manila envelope and is like, what is this? You know and how then, teenagers have manila envelopes? And she's like, it's the French final. The guy, Crandall or whatever the guy's he them. Same final. I got this from my sister. And she's like, I'm not going to cheat. She's like, don't think of it as cheating. Think of it as a study aid. And I was like, dark turn for Luann. Is it? Well, I think for a Disney. I was like. I think for a Disney Channel original movie. You yes. don't know if it's going to be the same test. Just fucking use it to study. Oh, no. I absolutely. Live fast, bu- die young, young bad, bad girls. <laughs> do it well. I, is that what it is? Did okay. I get it totally wrong? But in a Disney Channel original movie, which is all about goody two-shoes kids, I'm, the fact that Luann was just like, oh, cheat. But this is again, Luke. This is again where it's doing it halfway. If you're gonna have her almost cheat, have her like get the answers and have to like do it during the test. Like, don't be like, I have last year's test. They're almost always the same. Just use it like a study guide. Like, make it like real hardcore cheating. You know what I mean? If it's gonna be bad, like, this is like morally dubious, but it's not like you're looking at someone else's paper back. You know what I mean? Yeah, or you bring the answers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, so I'm like, I'm like, can they just make it a real dark turn then? Like, make it really bad cheating? That was what, what no me. So she gets the test answers and then we cut to a volleyball game where they win and she gives like the wind spike or whatever. The wind spike. I don't know. And is like she gets the And they're all point. like we did it girls we're going to finals or whatever. And by the way and by the this way, Saturday. It's this Saturday. They do the scheduling while they're having the celebration circle which is yeah, weird. Yeah people are still like woo and she's like it's on Saturday. And then, it's on Saturday. You're coming, right? I got a race on Friday, but I'll be here Saturday morning. Woo! Like, as the, everyone's cheering around them. So we'll drive all night, and then we gotta, we'll be here on Saturday morning. First thing. Yeah, totally. Spoiler alert. Their shitty-ass RV breaks down. The dad is trying to fix it, and Bev's like, I gotta be back for my volleyball game. I gotta. And I'm like, well, Bev, he's trying. He's there. Doing his best. And spoiler alert, she runs in. The team is like, mo- as she runs she in. She literally runs in as they sc- the other team scores the winning point. And her team like mopingly walks out. And they literally like, really they, let us down. She wa- It's actually really funnily set up like from a bad movie perspective where she literally walks up to the door. First of all, she runs past Todd who's like, hey, Erica. And His only personality yes. trait. And uh, they're all like exiting out of the door. So they're all single file and they all walk past and the door. And they all give like, her a mug. Yeah, they're all like, thanks, Erica. Thanks, Erica. Thanks, Great not, Erica. And then, we all, and then one of them says, we got crushed. And I was like, hey, look. This, was she the best player on this team? Well, it's not even that. It's the fact that, number one, she didn't choose to be late. Anyone's car can break down and you can't make it to the game. That could happen to literally anyone. But she's racer girl. But she had she had to choose a race over volleyball, then they could be mad. Number three, if your goddamn key team that gets crushed without one specific player. Your it's team on you guys. Your te- the coach, the, the adult coach. woman, That's the, the craziest adult thing. woman comes out and goes, fuck you. I, I she need doesn't say, say that, but yes. She literally says, for all intents and She purposes, literally says you let the team down or something like that. And I was like, you're an adult. You, we lost because of you, you let can, the team down. What if she had shown up and been like, I'm sorry I'm late. We had to admit my sister to the hospital because there's something like. better coach? Like they haven't even heard her side of the story at this point. And they're like, you've killed us. Like, how about you fucking be better at coaching then if only one of your players can win a game for you? So then we get this very dramatically positioned scene where she's sitting in a room working hard on uh, French and, you know, yes. sucking at it. And then she's like, <gasps> pulls out the manila envelope. Do I dare? And she pulls out the 
test, test Luann gave her. Which is also weird because they said it was like the sister's old test, but it has key written over it. Like it's the yeah. answer key, which doesn't make any sense. And then she like looks at it for a second and then just like dramatically like no and crumples, crumples and, and rips, rips it. Rips, shreds it. And then she just starts like kind of half crying, crying maybe? A little bit. And she starts packing up her trophies. She starts, she's like, like she's made a decision. This scene didn't land with me where I was like, oh man, you can really like feel the turmoil. Mm-hmm. But I did, I was like, I literally wrote down, I was like, I feel like Disney Channel just hates this girl and it's just oh. can- cannot stop piling on her life. But the dad comes in and she's packing up the The dad the comes in from his drug deal. He sets his yes. briefcase down full of presumably... It also seems to be very late at night. Yeah, it's very late at night. He's like, oh man, another... Long day at the office. Another dark meeting down by the docks. And he hears some clattering and clanging and walks in and is like to her room and sees all the boxes and with trophies and he's like, what's going on? And she's like, I quit. I quit racing. I quit racing. And he's like, and to the man's credit, much like he said earlier, he doesn't say, what? No, that's crazy. He goes, okay, do you want to tell me why? And she's like, it's just gotten too much. You know, boys don't like me because of racing. They're intimidated and I'm too busy for them. And I let my volleyball team down and I'm going to fail French. And I almost, and he's like, almost what? And she's like, it's not even worth it. And that was a reference to almost cheating. Almost cheating. But she's not going to rat Luann out because women support women. And Luann's a bad B. And you don't know when you're going to need those connects. Of course. Um, Well, I mean, I was going to say she might have connections for other classes, but then I remember there's only French. There's only French. This is a French immersion school. And uh, she's like, it's just become too much for me. And he's like, okay, I understand. Again, this is not a conflict. I don't remember any part. They're they're like, okay, great. Moving on. So then we cut to Courtney getting ready to go out for a race. And like Randy's like, ah, it's going to suck to be without you. And they're all like, yeah, we're going to miss you. Which is a horrible thing to say because you're making her feel bad. Um, And then they leave. And she like, mom's like, so what do you want to do with your Saturday? And she's like, I, I I don't know what. Like like an alien, what do you do? like an alien who's never yeah. existed on Earth. What do teenage girls do with their Saturdays? Saturdays? And she just like sits around the house, like reading a magazine, and like I think she watches the race on TV. Courtney does great, of course, because she's guys. Uh, the point is, this quitting lasts all of five seconds. I, it boggles my mind. And, and, and how and long has she quit? Quit for? And what's crazy to me is she quits. She studies really hard for French. She meets up with Todd and is like, "Hey, Todd." Um, I wasn't trying to be a dick. I do want to go out with you sometime. I was just really busy, but I'm gonna be less busy when I, now that I quit racing. And even he's like, "Why ra- did you quit racer racing? girl quit racing? That's What's impossible." Like key tenet of your personality. And she's like, "Yeah, you know, it was just whatever." And he's like, "All right, cool. I'll, I'll call you sometime." And this is nothing. I'm literally just, falling asleep at the wheel. And she's like, "Gotta time. go take that French final." And he's like, "All right, uh, bon chance. <laughs> whatever good luck is in French." And then we cut back, and then we cut to her getting the grade, and she got an A. And she and freaks the, out. And she's and, like, "Yay!" Yeah, she freaks out way too big, and everyone laughs at her. But I was like, "Girl, you quit racing." It doesn't matter what you get now. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? And then she like just cuts back to her house and she's got the box of trophies and she's like, I, I changed my mind. I'm back. No, there is a conversation that makes her change her mind. Oh yeah, she talks to the sister with in the bathroom. Excuse me. They're in a bathroom and I'm not even going to bore you with the details because it's Cause, absolutely nothing. Because the sister comes back from winning and is like all in the huff and is yeah. like, we, yeah, it would have been better if you were there. Like, Meh. And like, there's a good, no, I will say there's one good line, which is she says, I'm quitting too, like sarcastically. And she's like, what are you doing? What are you talking about? You're so talented. She's like, so are you and you quit. And I was yeah. like, oh, that's good. Burn Courtney. Self-burn. Burn Brie Larson. Very good. Oscar winner Brie Larson with the heat. 
But yeah, um, so she's gonna not be quitting anymore. She's back in racing after oh, they, those five minutes. They also describe something that like she need the reason she needs to race outside of Texas is so she can qualify for nationals. I don't understand if that's the race she missed. But what she still race gets, did she miss? Uh, she I don't. It seems to have no effect. It has no effect. She still because spoiler she still makes it to nationals. Couldn't they have just explained nationals a little better, like what she had to do? I would have liked a lot of things explained better. But the one the important thing. This movie needs to pick a fucking lane, and I know that's a bad pun, but. But it needs to just pick a lane I as far as I conflicts go. I literally wrote down, I was like, what is the point of having her quit? It literally accomplished nothing. And maybe Eric Anders actually did quit for like a certain amount of time. And a weekend? So An afternoon? We got we cut to her another race. She's racing. She does really good. But then she has like a bye in, against someone in the next race. And she's like, hey, Commissioner Dalton or whatever the hell, who's apparently a character we need to we, know now. He, now he is. Um, who also looks kind of like Doug Dim, Dimidome, owner of the Dimsdale Dimidome. <laughs> Everyone involved in drag <laughs> racing is somewhat Dimidome adjacent. <laughs> and she's like, hey, um, there's no one up against me. He's like, yeah, there's an odd bracket because someone dropped out or whatever. She's like, well, I'd like to do one more run. Just, just practice. Because practice, practice, I you know, took that weekend off. And he's like, well, we don't got any before you. And Courtney's like, I'll race her. And he's like, huh? And she's like, well, he's she's in a different age bracket. Like, can't do it. We've got the same car. It's an unofficial race. It doesn't matter. And he's like, yeah, it's fine. If your parents want to let you race, you can race. And Gordy's like, yes, yes, yes. And so everyone at the stadium gets super hyped. They're like, there's a, the announcer says grudge it's match. It's a grudge match. It's a sibling rivalry. Courtney versus Erica, baby. But like, again, they race. I don't know how to describe this to you in any more dramatic detail. They race and Courtney wins. But the important thing is like, Erica's sitting there like gripping the wheel, like getting ready. And Courtney's just like sitting there like, um, oh, there's also a scene at one point, maybe it's here, at an earlier point, where Courtney has to race, and she's just, like, sitting and, like, jerking around, being like, ah, whatever, Flipping cute, her hair cute boy, like, looking around, just like, hey, it's time to race, get your head in the game, blah, and then she goes out and does an amazing time, because that's just how Courtney rolls, but they race, Courtney wins, and she's like, damn it, you beat me, gah, and then, like, they get out, and she tells her, and it's like, Listen, you just got to relax. Like, yeah. take a minute. Bev is too in her own head, and that's yes. her fatal flaw. But then also, Courtney just said, like, did you let me win? And Erica's like, obviously not, bitch. Mm-hmm. And so let's race again. So they do they one more again, this bitch. And then Erica relaxes. And then she beats Courtney. Yeah. And I was like, women supporting women. The little sister teaches her something So now. the skills based in racing are just arm strength, reaction time on the pedal, and then devil snare-like relaxation. Well, I would actually argue it's the same thing with the reflex time, because that's just how she gets so... Because after this, they say she gets like 12 perfect starts. Yes. So just the relaxation is the perfect key to her hitting that gas at just the right time, apparently. And so... Yeah, that'll happen. I forgot about that conflict. I've totally oh, forgot. Oh, There's oh, another oh, oh yeah, yeah. We're about to get there. So yeah, she gets an amazing. Oh ama- my god, she, how did I forget about that? She gets an amazing time and makes it to nationals. If it sounds like we're moving fast, that's because that's, that's how, how fast the movie's moving. Yes, Todd shows up at her house with a teddy bear and is like, "Oh, I brought you this for good luck, and I'm having a big party in my house. Everyone's gonna get around and watch the junior drag racing. You know what? Which ESPN is that one on? The Ocho? Is it on the Ocho? Because I don't. Also, I, there's no way you get that. Also, it's whatever French is. It's seven isn't French. It's not the Ocho. Also, he brings with this fucking big ass teddy bear. Big teddy bear. And it's, I literally, I, I he filled me with such an inexplainable rage. I'm so sorry to this actor. This face <laughs> my dad makes when, when Todd waves at him is how I feel about Todd. Like, I just yeah, get well, away. What's also insane is that this was shot so weirdly. I literally think they needed to like stretch it out to make a time. And so they included both of these shots where he like turns around and he waves at uh, Mr. Enders and Mr. Ender waves back. And then he waits some more. And then he waves at Mr. Enders. Again? And he waves back. And I was like, why did we do this twice? And then and then the dad gives like that like like suspicious look and the mom goes, Down boy. Like, like, to like, like, like yes, your daughter, whatever. And then Courtney goes, A teddy bear. 
And yeah. I go, Courtney, my thoughts exactly. Thank you so much <laughs> Brie for, being Larson. A, for being a relatable queen yet again. Um, and yeah, so then it's nationals time. Jordy's at nationals. He's getting, you know, interviewed and whatever. Um, they all get, they, they, like all the racers meet up and like the reporters ask them questions. And like, also the song when they're driving to nationals is like, oh, I can't wait for it's, it's, it's another really good song and I'm yes. not going to sing it right There's now. There's also, yeah. That was the other song. When I said there was two. It yes. Was it, is, it is in this one where you see like they put the teddy bear in a seatbelt because good luck. I want to fucking beat the shit out of that teddy bear. And they all like, all the drivers get together to like, for photo or whatever and then they're like asking them questions and they act like two this diff- movie was ahead of its time yes. in this fact that they call out how stupid this is yes where that women get asked dumb questions where it's like hey erica how does it feel to be a well they first show gr- you the only girl they out there. show them asking jordy a legitimate question like something about oh, yeah, like, this legitimate is what, racing this is where it was um your dad never won a championship does he put pressure on you to win he's like oh no my dad's my dad's great <laughs> never never pressure on Pulled me sleeve down to cover <laughs> bruise like i literally like one long lone tear rolls down jordy's face <laughs> you know whatever like, that guy's doing he doesn't leave a bruise he's too smart for that like and but he asks some like legitimate questions about racing and then erica rolls up and they're like how do you feel being the only girl out here and she goes do you guys seriously have to keep asking me this question like i'm just like want to be a race car driver like everybody else here to race like fuck you fuck this and fuck mr white who didn't sponsor me (laughs) mic drop you sexist pig and then she walks out she walks out and then courtney shows her at one point that there's a whole like erica enders fan club of girls girls. being like i want to race oh that also happened earlier in the montage where a little girl comes up to get an autograph and she's like i want to race someday too but it's really cute and inspiring and i liked it and beverly mitchell's really good with that little girl yeah yeah beverly mitchell is good at everything so she does amazing she gets like all these perfect starts and kicks everybody ass as she has been. That's the other thing though. And you know what? I, I didn't realize this right now. It's not even in my notes. But I think another problem with this movie is like why there's no tension. Which like, again, it's probably just because like they were this good. But it's like there's no like growth arc because she starts the movie amazing and finishes the movie amazing. <laughs> even better. It's like all sports movies are usually like a case like you have to overcome. You have to get better. You, you have to come back from injury. You gotta learn. She's just the best at this sport remains the best. Learns a trick to get a little little bit better. better, And then is just the best. Yeah. And so she gets a perfect start, kicks the guy's ass, and then like the dad looks back at Nolten and be like, we'll see you in the finals. So it's her and Jordy. Her and Jordy. And you see the dad, the not, wait, the Nolten dad, not uh, Greg. He says, we've got to do something about this. And I was like, oh God, is that dick going to like mess with her car or something? And what, well, yeah, but I think that would have been too embellishy embellishing um to to hollywood take a tire iron and they get pulled aside by the commissioner dimodome not the <laughs> not the pencil the cousin of pencil and he's like well they're making a formal protest Complaint. that you know how like nothing gets the third act of a movie lit like a live wire quite like a formal complaint <laughs> like paperwork <laughs> um and he's like there's no way anyone can get that many perfect starts you must be cheating they put a photosensitive thing at the front of your car that reads when the light is green stupidest well okay. the, my favorite line I, of my favorite I did rewind this and I go they're saying that what happened my I am fav- a 27 year old woman I did not understand what they oh, were no, accusing I, her no of. I understood it but my favorite line in the movie comes right here where he's like what all, what you must have done is put a photosensitive light at the tip and so when the light turns green it reads that and then kicks the car to go immediately so it's like perfect like no human could do that and then he says they like that's ridiculous and freaking the dad Knowlton looks at Greg and says you're the computer electronics genius and I'm is like he? Uh, you are what 
I had the same note. Is that a character trait? We've never seen. I didn't even know what his day job was. I thought he was just a fucking racer. Like, is he? Is that genius? Genius. 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 It's like he was Stephen Hawking in front of us, and I was like, "What?" Okay, Stephen Hawking is not a computer genius. He's a Hmm. physicist. Was there a computer one? (laughs) Was a computer one? Steve Jobs. I would have taken. Okay, there we go. That's even then he's more of a businessman. But okay. Um. So and they're like, and he's like, look. If it was just Knowlton saying this, I obviously would dismiss it because you're racing him tomorrow. But there are a couple other names and here. Probably Mr. White. We've got a... T- <laughs> Who is Mr. White? We've <laughs> got a... A we, fucking dick. We have to... Uh, you're on hold until we can get this officially uh, checked out. And so what I thought their plan was, they were just making up this BS complaint. Didn't you think that they were going to knock her out for the final? That like they were going to like keep her on hold, keep her on ice? Yes. With I the th- complaint for the final. And then Courtney was going to have to race for no, I didn't think that because that would because that would break the rules. What I th- rules rules. I, what I thought was gonna ha- cinema. What I thought was gonna happen was they just put in this complaint to hold her so she like she couldn't compete in the finals tomorrow, and then be like, "Go check my car right now," and then be like, "Well, uh, if we do it now, you like you wouldn't have time to put it back together anyway." And then freaking Randy was gonna be like, "I can oh, do it." That's also a good way. Similar, to, which also kind of happened in motocross where they had to like rebuild the engine or whatever. But no, they just that's this- not. There's just a scene. See how those things have drama and like and like a rushed sense of. There's just a scene where they take the car apart and then in d- the dark of night. Well, it starts in the day and then goes in the dark of night, and then the. But they were inspecting the car in the middle of the night. I was like, they this were. can't be the most efficient. Well, way they got to get it done in time for the finals. And then Commissioner Dibidome comes out and says, "We look through the whole car. It's fine. You guys are idiots." And then freaking. Knowlton is like, no, check it again. They have to be cheating. And I was like, wait, 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 wait. So you do think they're cheating? Because when he stormed off and said, we've got to do something about this. It made it, it, made s- it seem like that was going to be a false complaint that they were doing just yes. to fucking hold her back. Which, which not a false complaint, but where, where else, what movie else does that happen in? But Miracle in Lane 2, where they call out Frankie Muniz for his imp- for his imp- incorrect braking system. That because he has, he's, they get, that is he, has, he disabled? Yup, he has to use because he can't use his feet. And then they have to like appeal to the boxcar commissioner to approve the I braking system. I love when rule books become <laughs> the entire crux of our movie. Um, so it's similar to that. But they, he's like, yeah, the car's fine. The dog, and, and, and also again, when we talk about like stakes here, I'm also not stressed right now. No. Or worried about this because I know she's not cheating. Yeah. There's no possibility of them actually getting disqualified when the minute they start actually taking that car apart, I'm like, okay, well, we're fine. They're going to see that it's totally fucking fine. Had the stakes been like... You, like, you'll never get the car put back together or taken apart in time or whatever. It would have made more sense. But here's another audition line for Greg with two G's. Oh, you yes. Yes. Line? I love this line. <laughs> he, so Knowlton goes, there's no way you're, she's that good. No one can do that. What do you have in, in there? that car? What do you have in that car? And he goes, would you like to say it? I'll tell you what I've got in this car. A teenage girl. <laughs> Very good. It's Coach Bolton level of what the heck are those two doing in a tree? I'll tell you what I got in this car. A teenage girl. Arms crossed. Mm. And so then it comes the next day. Randy slept in the car because he had to make... Why? Because he, he was up all night and just kind of sat in there to like nod off, I guess, because he had to make sure the car was put back together properly. And then also she's like... He was up all night putting her car back together. Well, this bitch did fuck all. Who knows what she was doing? SMSing with Todd or whatever. This kid was up all night rebuilding her car. She wakes him up and he goes breakfast. She goes, 
Fucking, you think you get breakfast? <laughs> you swine. Crawl back in your hole, and maybe we'll throw you some wasabi later if the car doesn't fall we'll apart. We'll feed you some raw ground meat if you're good after the race. <laughs> Shut up. She kicked him in the face and walked away. Also, I stopped taking notes, guys. I have not a yeah, single well, it's, note. It's almost over. Also important to note is that the Knowltons, by the way, went from sexist douchebags who never would believe a girl could win to be like, that's impossible. There's no way she's that good. Like, to be actually threatened by her. Weird change. So she's racing Jordy. The sexual tension is palpable. And then it, at a certain point, it cuts to the party Todd is throwing in his house. And the freaking French teacher is there. I was like, did you invite the teacher to this event? Oh, so why did the teacher go to the Why would you party? go? No, That's a little weird. So they, they queue up. And then Erica, being an erotic mess, the, you, you, we hear her thoughts of all of like the people who said... Girls not girls can't do this sport. Blah, blah, blah. Like you'll never win or whatever. And then she almost takes off too soon. Like she almost does the same thing she did. I but was about did. to beat a bitch. But, I was about to beat a bitch but she, up. But she doesn't go too far, and so it doesn't count. I guess I don't know how rules work. Again, what if that I was like, oh, she fucked up again. I was like, it's over. Apparently, again, according to this, the ESPN article I read, the one thing. The drag racing community uh, says is that this movie did get a lot of the rules wrong, but got the story of the Ender Sisters generally kind of okay, right? So it's like, all right, reset. What are the rules? Reset, we're fine. And then you just cut to Courtney being like, take a second, breathe, calm down. But what's weird is she's not saying it to her sister. No, she's saying it out loud. She doesn't have like a ring of endless light. She doesn't have the headset. I don't know why. She's just saying it to herself and she does it. And then you hear all the positive messages of like, this is my passion. Like, I can do it. Yeah, all that stuff. And she freaking takes off. She gets a perfect start. And then again, it does that thing, which I feel like we haven't described very well because it's describing this as possible, where they're like neck and neck. And then she's like, bye. And then just goes faster, which I don't understand. Why don't you just go that fast all the time when it's all about speed? But she beats Jordy. They get out of the cars. And like, this is genuinely an insult to me, is the sexual tension between these two. Barely spoken a word, but Mm -hmm. you can cut it with a knife. Cut it with a knife. A butter knife. This scene... Of Jordy going out and being like, hey, congratulations, Erica. Great job. They, the editors murder this scene. There's no chemistry because it's like, cut to him. Hey, great job. Cut to her. Thanks. Thanks. It's like they're not even in the same room. Like, yeah, like, were they not on the same? Why wouldn't there be like a smoldering look of like, I respect you, but I. And then it's, thanks. And then like, well, you know, I'll get you next year. And it's like, yeah, maybe. And And like, like, as those two lines are happening, they're like already walking away from each other. Yeah, it's, yeah, she goes and joins the crew and they, Celebrate. Then we get a classic, which I'm, I don't know if we've seen. I mean, we definitely haven't seen it because we haven't had a movie based on real people. But we get like some catch up text where it's like, Erica Enders currently attends college at Texas a University. Whatever. None of that's accurate anymore because they're adults. She's like a married professional yes. drag racer. And yeah. Uh, but movie's over. This is a weird movie. Because like, I kind of, I liked it. I mean, it's really well acted. And I think it's the dialogue. Very well acted. I think the dialogue is well written. The story is The it's... dialogue is actually pretty well written. I think that the story is, it just, I think it's because they had input. It's like so close to their actual lives that like, it doesn't follow like narrative, narrative structure of a movie. So, and like, there's not enough like stakes. Like I was never like truly like on the edge of my seat with this thing. I was kind of just very chilled back and relaxing. And I mean. Which is kind of hard when it's not there's no comedy really yeah but i mean hey i'm not disrespecting the ender sisters for being like hey i'm getting this channel original movie i want you i want you to do it right this is my life if i if i was in that position i'd do the same thing but it, you kind of can't tell the movie suffers for it because like anytime there's you know mm-hmm. a narrative it just gets kind of quashed and i think that was the dad being like let's not get too hollywood here but you know that's just 
our take on it. Uh, but Emma, what would you rate the film? Um, I would give it 5.5. Oh, that's way lower than I'm going to go. Really? I was going to give it a 7. Because I, I, think, I think it's a movie that's greater than the sum of its parts. I think, like, watching it is a fun time. I enjoy watching the actors. And, like, it brought me along for the ride. And so I... I it, the ride? The ride. Uh, so for me, it was a seven. I, I, it was worth a watch. I think, okay, I mean, just for the acting alone, I could give it a six. Okay. But I, I, I can't go higher than a six, just for how I was... It wasn't a you slog. Also- it wasn't a slog, because I actually do enjoy... did enjoy watching these people, and they weren't... It wasn't hard to watch, like some of these have been. But it, it did feel long to me, just mm-hmm. because of how I wasn't caught up in, like, suspense or, like, yeah. the thrill of the movie. You are also historically more tough on sports films. Yes. Because they got to do it right in order to grab you. And I also... As far as, like, I'm tough on sports films, as far as the sports in films, this is probably one of my least favorite to watch. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're, like, I don't love the sports films as is, but I would take the fucking basketball and double teamed over this any fucking would you, day. Would you take soapbox racing? <laughs> no, I also don't want to watch soapbox racing. <laughs> we'll no, we have to do eventually. We'll do it eventually. Like, I, this just, like, was not a super visual sport. There were so many racing scenes, and it's just not for me. And it's for other people, and I'm sorry to the drag racing community. But right, it was apolo- not, apologies so to it's going to be more of a 5.56 to me. So I would, I'll give it a 6 for just Bev Mitchell and Oscar winner Brie Larson alone. Do you also want to know what the tagline of this movie was? I, it wasn't that ubiquitous, so I, I we don't need to Greg do the whole thing Greg with two Gs? No. It was, they're living their dreams at 80 miles an hour. Great. Terrible. Same. Um, you know my, who was actually living their dreams at 80 miles an hour? Luann. Because <laughs> she was living fast. She's living fast. <laughs> that faster than those other girls. Um, my tagline for this was simply, get your plot on track. Because there's no... <laughs> No straightaways. Mine is just Luann is living her dreams. That's fair. You're, no one else is living. Well, I don't. I, if this one didn't stack up for you this month, Emma, what are we watching next month? So, due to my new obsession of quarantine is TikTok, and this is having a bit of a renaissance on TikTok, and I've never seen it, and I feel left out, and so I want to multitask and number one, get informed, and number two, uh, do this podcast. So I'm going to combine these two things, and we're going to watch Debbie Ryan's Masterwork Radio Rebel. I feel like Masterwork's a bit of a stretch there. I think it's her only decom, so it she's, technically she's, isn't. She's probably in the sweet life movie. Is there one of those? Yeah. No, I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, we'll Click, do, pick that. <laughs> do I mean, we'll do that eventually. No, but I'm, I'm Radio Rebel is the one that everyone's making fun of on TikTok, and so I'm really thrilled. Yeah, that's the one with the, like, the hair yes, thing. Yes, Where she's like, eh, I don't know. I Debbie can, Ryan faces. All I know about it is what I've seen from previews eight years ago or whenever it came out. I know which nothing is like, about it. She's like a, a shy girl who runs like a pirate radio station at a school. It gave me big lemonade mouth vibes where it's like, you're doing it. You're the voice it's of the generation. generation. I don't know. All I know about is that Debbie Ryan's natural smile, closed mouth, her two teeth are visible. Her front <laughs> two teeth, like Chippendale. It's very disconcerting. Sure. Okay. That'll be interesting next. I have no, I have literally, it's interesting because I have no expectations. It's whatever is going to happen happens. Can't wait. Uh, Emma, where can people find you on the internet? I'm at Emma Stone Tyler on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, I'm at wildfire underscore king on Twitter. You can find me uh patreon.com slash Lucas Tyler. Thank you everyone supporting me there. Most importantly, you can find us on Twitter at Decomedy Podcast. Give us a follow, like our stuff, become a loyal Decom. I really appreciate people like our stuff, tweet about liking the show and everything. It makes us very happy in times that are not so happy. Um, also, if you could, you know, rate and review on iTunes if you get a chance or wherever that'd you can be great. Review, that'd be very cool. Um, speaking of times that aren't so happy, we hope you guys are all staying safe and healthy and at home the best you can. Um, oh, also check out AudioEntry.com. Great podcast there, as always. Um, I think that's everything. That's it. Okay, great. Uh, thank you guys so much for joining us. Come back in July. And no spoilers, but you might want to check back 
a little early in July, we might have a little surprise for you. DCOMs forever. Bye-bye. Bye. Decide to come out for a real sport, Erica? If you get winded or anything, take a break. You saying what I do is not a sport? Well, it doesn't take a lot of athletic ability to sit on your butt. Don't forget, she has to step on the gas, too. <laughs> Ever drive a dragster? The G-forces are so intense, it slams you into the seat. You can't breathe, literally, because of the pressure on your lungs. It makes it kind of hard to move your head and arms, and believe me, you gotta do both. So you really have to develop your arm and shoulder muscles. And as for hand and eye coordination, you make a mistake, you lose a point. I make a mistake, someone can get hurt. So sorry, I gotta disagree with you. It does take a little athletic ability to do what I do.